What's going on, everybody? It is Coach Greg Adams back in here with another YouTube live stream. Shout out to the Coach Gang. And that's you. For being in here, being involved, and being active on this YouTube channel. And welcome to Tuesday Night Titans. For you slow Tuesday gentlemen here, we got a great show for you gentlemen here. Appreciate y'all for being here. We got a main event topic here, Jason Sudeikis. Uh, the former ex-husband or boyfriend, baby daddy of Olivia Wilde, actress as well, ordered to pay $28,000 in child support a month with equal custody. We're going to tell you why that happens, man, and I couldn't fit that in my thing here. We're going to tell you why these things happen, why we do what we do. All right, what do we got going on here? We got a great show for you. I think I'm off center. That's what it is. I feel funny. We got a great show for you lined up today. We got Straggle and Snickle Theater. We got a little bit of Doom and Gloom CGA. We got But I Don't Pay Coach coming up. We also have Them Young Girls Don't Want You and Why. Why Them Young Girls Don't Want You or Is That So? All right, we're going to talk about that. And then I think what else do we got going on there? Uh, Ninja I Don't Pay. Oh, uh, These Hoes Ain't Loyal. Oh, what a great show. What a great show, man. Anyway, anyway. What do we got here to contribute to today's show? Dollar sign, the notorious CGA on the cash app. Venmo, Coach Greg Adams TV. PayPal, paypal.me backslash Coach Greg Adams. And that is pinned to the top of the live chat on the free agent lifestyle channel. And you can super chat on the notorious CGA channel. New, 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 hey, new world order. A little loud here. Anyway, you in here with the Bruce Wayne of this ish, the king of kings, the king of content. And the speaker of truth, yours truly, the notorious one, a.k.a. New, 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 new Mr. Coach Alini, better known as the prognosticator, Coach Adamus, and you in the Desert Storm Bunker with none other than every woman's fantasy. That is EWF and CGAC God Allah, the eight-time demonetized champion of YouTube. All right, we're going to get into this one here. We got a great show for you lined up. Anyway, anyway, normally we don't have a lot of earlier contributors to today's show. So look. I'm going to get over there, but I'm going to give you to Doom and Gloom CGA. Hang tight. We back in here with a little bit of Doom and Gloom CGA. And boy, we got a couple of things here that we want to show you on the Doom and Gloom situation here. Coming up first on the Doom. Oh, we got to do our Gordita, but I'll come back up. I'll come back with it. It's people still filing in to the pews here. Doom and Gloom CGA. Check this out. Uber Eats to accept SNAP benefits for grocery deliveries in 2024. Ring the bell. Oh, the humanity. Oh, the humanity. Oh, my goodness. People, <laughs> I don't know what to make of this. Yikes. Went, what? Uber eats to for grocery deliveries. Okay, man, we're definitely going wall E here. We're definitely going wall E. We're going to have nothing but fat people in this country. There's nothing. There's no way. There's no way. We're going full wall E where everybody was fat, stuck to their chairs. Now the snap, they can't even go get a job, but now they got to get delivered groceries on snap benefits. And if you don't know what snap benefits are, it says right here, starting in 2024, snap recipients will be able to buy grocery deliveries through Uber Eats. 
Uber also announced it is working to help support managed Medicaid and Medicare Advantage plans by accepting FSA cards, flex cards, and waiver payments on Uber for its services. And uh, let's see what SNAP. SNAP is the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program. And uh, it's welfare. It's a form of welfare. And uh, here we go, man. These people, we are in Man, we going, hey, man. We're going full socialism at some point. There's no way. The dependency on these, this is just, this is not going to get people moving. But it says right here, we know that online food delivery be, can have a meaningful impact on reducing barriers to fresh groceries, especially for the most vulnerable, including people living in food deserts. Food deserts? Wait, in food deserts? I don't know what a food desert is, right? Seniors and those facing disabilities or transportation barriers. Of course, yes. Hoping to improve access to quality food is important. Incredibly important to our work at Uber, and we per, and we're proud to use Uber technology and extensive local delivery networks to offer SNAP recipients the ability to use benefits to access fresh groceries conveniently from our app in 2024. Food deserts, like food insecurity. Yeah, ghettos. Food deserts in the ghetto. Or, uh, yeah, Ninjas is going to be getting steak, shrimp, shrimp scampi. Everybody knows what's going to happen here. They're like the disabled people, the people with disabilities. And no, it ain't the people with disabilities. It's not. It's not the people with disabilities. It is the people. He said Disney predict. It is the people that's going to be in a hood. Ugh. Wall E is here. And if anybody doesn't know the Wall E, uh, let me see if I can pull it up. Oh, that's Twitch. Let me see if I can pull up the Wall E so people don't know. And I might not, I can't, I don't think I can play it. Wall E uh, chair. Let me see if I can pull it up. Uh, let's see here. See if they got the whole clip. Uh, they do have a GIF, a GIF. Is it a GIF or a GIF? I never know if it's a GIF. I do have a picture of it. This is a picture of Wall E. This is the picture of what we're talking about. <laughs> All right, so yeah, diabetes, people sitting in their chair, playing their screen. All right, sitting there, just blowing up like the Goodyear blimp. That's where we're going. You got the mobile chair. You can go move your chair around. That's where we're going. It's a great clip. Um, I haven't seen, I think I've seen the movie once, but it was a long, long time ago. But uh, this scene right here sticks out in my mind where that's where we're going. This is where we're doing, man. The disabilities and the diabetes is still going to be on our neck. Oh, my goodness. Doom and gloom. Here we come. More doom and gloom. Here we come. Ring the bell. All right. Here we go right here. Oh, the humanity. Research shows. I told you, man, they're trying to they're trying to stunt our growth. Research shows people don't become adults until they hit age 30. You can't see it on the screen here. Let me see if I can put it up here so you can see it. I don't know what this article is. Somebody sent this to me. Research shows people don't become adults until they hit age 30. Send it. <laughs> oh man, we are in trouble. Don't you see what they're doing? Okay, listen, I don't know, man. I'm a little bit of a tinfoil hat. 
I'm going to put my tinfoil hat on. I told you, do, do you not see what they're trying to do to you? I've been telling you and telling you and telling you. They're trying to essentially sedate you. They're giving you, they're giving you marijuana, uh, snap groceries. They giving you bread, circus. All right. They giving you all oh, kids or what did I tell you? They were going to push it to under age 30. What did I tell you? I told you they were going to do this. I told you they wouldn't do this. Now I'm going to be a metaphile dating someone under 30. Now I'm a metaphile <laughs> under age 30, <laughs> under age 30 years old. Remember, my frontal development didn't develop until I was uh, 25. Now it's 30. Now, just so you can't see it, because I know my book is blocked. It says it right there. People don't hit adult until age 30. I can't understand this. I told you, man, you heard it here first. This is why they call me Coach Nadamas in the building. I told you. I told you, man. They are trying to really mess you up. They really try to trip you up. Oh, but if when it's time to vote uh, Donald Trump out of the office, guess what? Everybody 18 can vote. I'm sure. Does this mean people shouldn't be able to vote until they're 18? Send it. <laughs> they're trying to make you children. Yep, I don't miss. Right, Dave R? I've been telling you. I'm telling you. They're, they're pushing the age higher and higher. They're just creeping it out until you miss your entire life. Oh, my goodness. Man, get y'all's life together. That's Doom and Gloom CGA for the day. Shout out to the Coach Gang. Let me get to the earlier contributors to today's show. Shout out to Jeff, the producer. He says, Coach, we got it, brother. And Mimit the Second says, PayPal is holding. Wait a minute. Let me see if I'm up. Yeah, PayPal is holding my super chat. Uh, just wanted to say the Matt Walsh and Daily Wire are leading men to their ruin with their out-of-touch solutions. Yeah. And I think some of their solutions, you know, the conservatives, I follow almost all of them, you know, the bigger names. I follow them. I don't find them reprehensible most of the time. But uh, they're trying to hold on to certain talking points that they think are going to make a change, and they're out of touch. Out of touch. Yeah, out of sight. <laughs> right. I don't know what PayPal is doing. All right. Did they get you? Maybe it was you. Maybe it was you. But PayPal didn't have me. They canceled me last week. They did. They got me. All right. So I don't know what they doing. Uh, plus, the private investigator is snooping his ass off. Shout out to him. I see your monkey ass back there. <laughs> I do see it. I see it pending. All right. We got him pending in the back here. Uh, something's up, man. Shout out to, um, we'll call you, we'll call you JV. He says, um, this is Matt Walsh in the Daily Wire, a bunch of cucks. They just want young men to be the oxen that plows their fields for society. And just like oxen, they want to cut our balls so we don't get uppity. These are the same folks that advocate for intervention in Iraq, Iraq, Iran, and China. But none of them has nor ever will serve, including their family members. In other words, chicken hawk cuckers. They are, he says, they are a good reminder they, that as bad as leftists are, right-wing religious zealots left unchecked would be equally as bad. Apology for the long rant. Shout out to you. Yes, I see they're holding it. All right, you got 50 names, but I appreciate you. Yeah, Mimit the second. But yeah, man. I mean, you guys got to watch out. Like, I, I, I like some of their stuff that they challenge the 
the progressives, but sometimes they be like, come on, man. Like, they're good. Like, they're not all bad. And just because I challenged them doesn't mean they all bad. But they was, he he provided no evidence. He literally did the 20-minute video, not a stitch of evidence. Crazy. Shout out to Red. Just wanted to show my support. Red is in the building. Salute to CGA. Shout out to Mike. Says, I love you, coach. Appreciate that. Free agent lifestyle for life. <laughs> Tomorrow, we're going to talk about therapy for men. We have a psychotherapist. Well, he's a psychiatrist, and he was talking about, he's going to talk about why therapy sucks for men. All right? They're trying to move y'all asses into therapy, and uh, he makes some valid points that I've been using to challenge even that. I be challenging everybody. about Just about the only people I don't challenge is the junior college. Yeah, that's no challenge over there. All right, but I told you that even now the psychotherapist, the psychiatrist is going to say therapy's not for men. It sucks for men. It doesn't offer any solutions for many men. All right, now it does for some people, man. If you if you out of touch, if you, uh, you know, snapping out, if you out here, you know, you just in a hole, you're in a sunken place, if you don't know where to go, like, you know what I mean? It helps. It, it helps some men. I'm never going to take that away because there's some men that really need it and they really need to find their way and their path. Sometimes a good therapist can tell you that there's five things that you can do right now to change course. What are those five things? A good therapist would tell you this. A bad therapist would not. All right? And this is just coming from me and talking about these pseudo-psychos and all of these University of California, University berserkly therapists. All right? There's five things you could do. Right? And any psychotherapist should be able to tell you. What are those five things? Put them in the chat. There's five things you could do right now. And there's a great video of a young man. He was, um, he was uh, dealing with schizophrenia through uh, CTE and his exposure to CTE through football. And uh, he's, he was saying the meds didn't really help. He said there's one thing that helped more than anything. Anybody know what it is? Exercise. Exercise. He was like, look, he was a young brother too. He said he played football at Rutgers. I don't know who shared the video. I might have stumbled upon it. He said I played football at Rutgers. I was dealing with schizophrenia, CTE. They put me on the meds. It really didn't help. But he says he's hooked on exercise. And he says, everyday exercise, everyday exercise, everyday exercise. But the other five things are proper nutrition, proper sleep in your in the bed at 930, no blue light. Then also sunlight, sunlight to awaken your third eye up. <laughs> All right. And then the other thing, the last thing would be um, that I missed it, but probably sex. <laughs> but uh, yeah, meditate. But all of these things, right? Nutrition, oh, uh, exercise, nutrition, water, water, man, water. And not even just drinking water, but drinking water, but being near water, being near water. Yeah, a lot of desert people be out here completely um, don't realize that they're missing that water source, but water and uh, proper sleep, no blue screen after 930. All right, it's this, but then, yeah, get that circadian rhythm on point. It's not that hard, but uh, this guy is going to back up a lot. And he's a professional, too. He has letters after his name. He has letters after his name. <laughs> I got letters after my name. And also a good, good nut and a nice piece of ass. I mean, I'm just letting you know. Right? You got a nice piece of leg around you. You shouldn't be unhappy. Especially if she quiet. All right. Shout out to... um. Free 
Kekistan says, I just realized today I've been sniggling for free. You said you work for free. Sadly enough, it never dawned on me despite you being demonetized. He says, long live the third leg, Greg. Shout out to you, man. Appreciate you kicking in. Yeah, man, Ninja be out here working for peanuts. And people want a half of my peanut. Pause. <laughs> it's a crazy thing. Last one. Miles says, coach, a RP point in movies that is overlooked is that the villain is more on his purpose than the hero. The hero's the simp that needs to save someone to get the woman. The villain is pragmatic and understands humans are full of it, which forces him to be more ruthless and purpose-driven than the ultimate that ultimately attracts women. In fact, uh, we might have to even break that down, the anti-hero. Most of the time in these villain movies, the anti-hero you know, play, is the villain, but he's more relatable character. He's more of a relatable character, the anti-hero. Thanos would be an example. Any villain in Super uh, Spider-Man, any villain in, in Superman, right? They always have a motive, and they are always trying to solve a problem. And, you know, just like in Spider-Man, I think there was a villain. He was like the Sandman, right? He was a big old pile of sand, and it would follow him. But one of his things was he was trying to help his daughter. He was trying to help his daughter out. Killmonger. So um, let me see here. Uh, but so what, what tends to happen is these people are trying to solve a problem and they're focused on that one thing. Sometimes they uh, seem like they're going to harm a lot of other people. Uh, but the people that they're going to harm are deemed useless by these people, right? They're like, these people are useless in comparison to me. So you have that. But what tends to happen is the hero is uh, certainly the hero does eventually become a more dangerous trying to stop the villain. The hero becomes more dangerous to stop the villain. So he causes more calamity. He's a little more held to skelter. Most of the time, his life is not even put together. Spider-Man, right? Spider-Man's an example of the life is chaotic. He's just a goofy teen, you know, can't keep his priorities straight. He can't get MJ to drop her neck. You know, I mean, it's just a whole bunch of shit. So he can't get the girl. <laughs> and then he causes collateral damage. He tears up the whole city. You know, he has cranes falling into skyscrapers. It's a whole, yeah, they'll destroy the world here. <laughs> All right, yeah, Mr. Freeze wanted to save his wife. Some other people, so yeah, you know what I mean? It's kind of like one of those things. And I think these script writers are well aware of it. Just, they're well aware of it. And the idea is that, oh, the hero. But the hero really is is the villain. The hero it really is the villain. And, and, and. If you watch wrestling, if you watch pro wrestling, it's the same thing. In fact, Hulk Hogan, if you ever watched Hogan, um, and I was a fan of Hulk Hogan as a child, if you ever watched him, he wrestled like a bad guy. Like his whole shtick was like a bad guy. Like he would cheat. He would actually bend the rules. Like, but he was the hero at the end of it, and he'd pose and do that. But if you actually watched him wrestle, he actually wrestled like a bad guy which made him, when he switched to a bad guy, he actually didn't change much. He didn't change much. He wrestled the same way. He didn't change much of his wrestling style. The only thing he changed was he would say more arrogant shit in the middle of the moves. That's it. He wrestled the same match. So uh, anyway, speaking of Hulk Hogan, Everett Walker says, Coach, I cannot believe Hulk Hogan got married again at 70. <laughs> oh, my goodness. 
He says he wanted to delete himself after his last marriage cleaned him out. These boomers never learn free agent lifestyle for life. Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Why did you do that? I mean, is she not even? She's an old lady. She's 44. Yep. Yeah. Somebody, Charles said, yep, he would rake the eye. He would scratch people's back. He would claw. He would drop two elbows and step on your eyes. Like, he really was wrestling like a bad guy. So, anyway, Hogan gets married again. And shout out to Booker T for calling him a ninja. Yeah. Hulk Hogan, I'm coming for you, ninja. Pause. Last one, and I'm going to get back to the show. Gully Las Vegas says, hey, coach, uh, CGA for child support. That doesn't uh, go to the spouse, correct? The total doesn't go to the spouse. Hold up. He says, doesn't some of it get taxed? (laughs) I appreciate the question. Hey, we're here to help you, brother. We're here to help you. His question is, that total doesn't go to the spouse, correct? Doesn't some of it get taxed or go to the county? $27,000 a month is crazy. Send it. Let this guy know. We're going to let you know, Gully. We're here to help you, brother. We're here to help you. $27,000 is pre-taxed money. Pre-tax money. So all of it goes to the spouse, save for whatever is goes to the collection agency, if there is a connect, collection agency. Right? Sometimes the child support, well, child support is just a collection agency. It has nothing to do with Debbie, dad, or any of that. They're, they're a collection agency, but this is pre-tax money. So you get the money gross, and before it gets taxed, that money goes to the spouse, all of it. Now, if they use the child support as an agency, the agency does take out of a fee. All right, I've never received child support, so I don't even know what the fee is. And then the judge's retirement fund gets filled up, as well as this child support agency does get some money. They get matching funds from the federal government, Okay. 3% per child is the child support. Is that the is that the fee? So, I, yeah, the collection agency is child support. They, they're just a collection agency. They have nothing to do with uh, parents and families. They're basically like uh, a collection agency if you get laid on your credit card. All right? They buy the debt. They, they, get the, they get these no good baby mamas to be vengeful. They get into the debt game, and then they collect debt. They take a fee from the collection of debt. Then the state who operates the Department of Child Support, and they do this unilaterally. There's no competition. Like, collection agencies usually have a competition, a competitor. Child support does not. The state does not. But the state collects through Title IV-D, matching funds. Every fund paid by every child support payer is matched by the federal government through, through the Social Security Administration. So what happens is the state does collect matching funds from the federal government. So if he's paying 27000 I'm just going to say matching funds. Federal government sends $27,000 to the state. All right. Then what happens is there is a portion for every commissioner, which is usually a a retired judge, right? They're doing this part-time. They're retired, but in order to get contributions, they do get a kickback, a fee, if you will, for their retirement and or they might be able to get this commission-based program by collecting as much as they can from the father, right? It has nothing to do with what people say. Oh, well, you supporting your children. No, it's not. It has nothing. It has nothing to do with that. All right. It really doesn't. Now, when we get to the $27,000, right, this is pre-tax. No taxes, man. This is free money, ninjas. Free money to the baby mama. All they need 
is a vengeful baby mama. That's all they need. They get a vengeful ba baby mama, and it's a wrap. They can do whatever the hell they want. That, that's how they keep their system going. All right, anyway. All right, what we got here? Lots to go into that. We'll come into that. We'll go into that later. But uh, check this out. Let's get in the straggle with Sniggle Theater here. Let's get into it. Hey. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast sticky, come get high with me. That's a deal, right? Straggle and Sniggle Theater. Let's get into it. I think I got a bunch of straggles. Oh, we do. Um, Matt Walsh, I know you're a fan now. Check out the modern women that men are supposed to marry. Just marry them. This is a trend going on on TikTok right now. All right, and here we go. The trend is as you see it here. These women have attached a string around their waist. There's a milli and some sloppy yogurt. And they're trying to flip a hot dog from between, from betwixt their legs into their mouth, ladies and gentlemen, trying to drop that barbecue. It's barbecue in there. Yes. This is, these are your future wives in the suburbs, y'all. These are your future wives. Now, I know, uh, you know, Gen X did some crazy shit back in the day. But this is where we are. Obviously, this straggle caught it. And she's definitely impressed by herself. <laughs> she caught it. And here we go right here, man. This is what we got. I'll, I, yes, I did forget the gordita, but it was one from this morning. Take a look at this, man. Hey, Matt, this is who we... Oh, the humanity. This is who we supposed to marry, huh? <laughs> this is who we supposed to marry. This is crazy out here, man. What a world. Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. What a world we live in, fam. What a world we live in. A lot of sloppy yogurt there. And let's get to our gordita. I did forget. All right. It was just a gordita from earlier today. I ain't got time to find 100 gorditas. So it was the one from earlier today. Yes, there he is. God dang. That is a large woman. My goodness. I, I don't think I ever. It might be one possible night, but oh, I don't know. <laughs> and it's always a ninja not too far behind. And he love it. Skinny fit ninjas love these pookie ninjas. The ninjas that I don't pay ninjas. They love them a gordita. Shout out to the. Is that Dodger Stadium? Oh, well, listen, that Dodger Stadium is the home of the gordita. Look at that. Holy mackerel. Man, send it. We got to send it. <laughs> we got to send it, man. Yeah, he's starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, All right, the future of America right here in CGA's hands. Speaking of, we're going to give her a gordita as well. All right, here we go right here. This woman's going to say she is into feedism. TikToker says she was groomed into feedism. Is it feederism? I think it's feederism. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Oh, the humanity. All right. TikToker says she was groomed into feederism. Oh, and the page, the page is Black Fitness. What a shock. What a shock. Ninjas love them a big old white woman. All right, so let's see what we, what we got here. My name is Rosie, and I was groomed into feederism. Feederism is a kink, like a sexual kink regarding feeding someone generally for the purpose of them be, being fat or getting fat or gaining weight. There's a big umbrella when it comes to feederism. And the thing about this guy is I think he was into what's called death feederism, and death feederism is what it sounds like. It's feeding someone to the point oh, of getting so fat and so big that, that they die. Hi, my name is Rosie, and I was groomed into feederism. Feederism is a kink. Oh, 
Jeez, man, I tell you. Oh, the humanity. Yeah. Man. America. This is America. Hey, Matt Walsh. <laughs> Matt Walsh. These are the women you want men to marry right now. And this woman got standards, too. Oh, the humanity. That woman probably got standards, too. You must be 5'10", 5'11". All right, take a look. She got mad standards. Look at that arm, guys. Oh, the humanity. Look at that arm. I mean, that arm is impressive. Oh, look at the elbow fat, too. Can y'all see that? I didn't see that. Oh, my goodness. Look at that. I just saw it again. Look at that elbow fat. Oh, the humanity. Oh, my goodness. And she got gaps in her teeth, too. That's fantastic. Oh, my goodness. This this cannot be. Seven deadly sins all in one person right here, right here. Yes. Oh, the humanity. Oh, man, goodness. And it's on black fitness. Why is it on black fitness? <laughs> Why is that clip on black fitness? Oh, man. Somebody says, I had a guy break up with me because I lost weight. I was over 200 pounds, miserable, and highly insecure. He used to feed me and say, eat. He says, it'll make you feel better. After I dropped 65 pounds, he dropped me. I was so happy. I hope she can find healing. Yes, ninjas do. Like, there's the comment right there, Miss D.D. Davis. Miss D. Davis, ninjas like big women. I'm just letting you know right now. <laughs> it's a... It's like I'm off to a flame. It's like white on rice. It's like fly on ish. I don't want to hear no denials. Speaking of denial. It's a river in Egypt. How about this young ladies? Um, coach, man, them young girls, that's somebody's daughter. All right. That's somebody's daughter out here. You a metaphor. Okay, let's hear this one lady here, man. Close your ears here. Uh, this poor young lady here is going to tell us. No, she has no shame in her game. Fair use. Play it. So I'm getting my back blown out in a bedroom at this random party, and someone tries coming in. Thankfully, it was locked, so we just kept going quietly, but it was annoying because I just wanted to get my nut in. So I tried to speed up the pace because Homeboy was not doing the job. Then I hear the doorknob clicking again, and this time it swings right open. And it happens to be the dude's friends that I'm smashing, and they start laughing. And they start laughing, apologizing, are about to walk out. But I told them, hold on, are y'all not going to hop in? Because this dude wasn't working, so why not get his besties? So now I'm getting railed in all three of my holes, and honestly, it was the highlight of my year. Trying. <laughs> oh, no. Trying. Yeah. <laughs> That's somebody's daughter, coach. That's somebody's daughter. I'm telling you, man, they ain't out here with no shame. <laughs> hey, man, we opened Pandora's box. Hey, Matt Walsh, these are the women that you want American men to, to marry. Trying. These are the American women that you want men to marry. Trying. Matt Walsh, are you here? <laughs> right. Proud, too. She like, I'm proud. Yeah, that brother's starving. Uh, who's the daddy, y'all? Who's the daddy? And you asking me, and you mad at me when I go to the Juco. That's somebody you and met. Brother, she don't look more. She's an underage 21-year-old. And she's happy. Trying. She happy right where she at. <laughs> oh, man. This is terrible. I can't. I, man, listen, I'm never running out of content. There ain't a day I'm going to wake up and be like, 
damn, there's nothing to talk about, <laughs> right? So, what about the good girls? Let's talk about the good girls. Talk about the good girls. Yeah, let's talk about the good girls. There's a good girl right here. She looks like a good girl. Mm -mm -mm. Just my type. I likes this. All right, but uh, here we go right here. She says, uh, she says, please, God, make all of his side chicks disappear. Mm -mm. Yes, indeed. Yeah, we starving. Yeah, that brother's starving. All right, so let's hear what she says here. Uh, please, God, make all of his side chicks disappear. Well, I guess she learned. Sometimes you gotta, sometimes you gotta learn. She's a Polynesian princess. Polynesian people been coming up a lot during my streams. You decide, chick. <laughs> uh, you the one sharing. <laughs> you bitch. You bitch. <laughs> Ladies be like, my man would never cheat on me. It's you the whole side chick. I told you, you just sharing. It's barbecue in there. <laughs> you just sharing. <laughs> Hey, Matt Walsh, even the good ones, man, delusional as hell. Yep, there she is. Sometimes when you make, sometimes be careful what you ask for. You just might get it. <laughs> that old said. You could not live with your own failure. Where did that bring you? Back to me. Yeah. You the side chick. <laughs> ladies, ladies, you watching my show? You just might be the side chick. Yeah. Yeah, man. You know, little normie humor for you brothers there. It's an evil world. It's an evil world we live in. It's an evil world we live in. <laughs> it's an evil world, man. Oh, man. She had to realize that herself. All right. We got a couple more straggles here and sniggles coming up. We got this woman right here. And uh, she got something to say here. Let's go ahead and get her up here. This is what she has to say. She's talking about she wants that ghetto love. She wants that ghetto love. Everybody pay attention here. Black men who can't read don't, don't have sex like black men who got a nine to five who can't read. The sex is totally different. Because they're not tired. Because they practice. All they do is practice on women. And you got, my husband got to go to work, Joe. He ain't got time to be flipping me over, slapping me across the head. <laughs> <laughs> he ain't got time for all that ghetto love. Black men. Um, uh, listen, man, with the music in the background, please. The music literally overpowering whatever y'all playing. I know you're not doing it for fair use purposes either. The music is so loud on the clip, it's ridiculous. You can't even get the damn gist of the clip, but it still went somewhat viral. She said black men's, black men's, what did she say? Let's go ahead and read it again. And this is not, I don't know who this person is, by the way, but she's on Joe Rogan, so that's pretty impossible for her to, to get on this show. Okay, she says, Black men who can't read don't, don't have sex like black men who got a nine to five. All right, there it is. Black men's who can't, black men's, she obviously can't read. Black men's who can't read don't have sex like black men who have nine to five. Wow, man. 
Joe Rogan, are you listening? <laughs> and they say, why? Because they practice. Now, this goes back to something I've been telling you. Women inherently don't mind men with high body counts. They might tell you they do, but not in the way men shy away from women with high body counts, right? So men will shy away. Oh, she's been right. But women, on the other hand, will find out he's the most proficient one. Pookie, Ray Ray, Chad, Tyrone. And yes, you know, your salami is a muscle. The more you use it, the more it gets bigger, right? The more it gets swole. So what will happen is she's going to be with a boring couple of boring guys, and then she will find an exciting guy, an exciting guy she cannot break away from. This guy has been practicing, and he probably can't read. Now, does that make the woman not want to be with him? Not initially. Initially, she'll go with it because she's like, she's sitting there like this. Trying. All right, she don't mind. She want to get that back blown out. Now, eventually, she'll stop doing it. But she might do it once, if not more. And then eventually, that's how it works. I'm sorry. She said black menses who can't read. What else did she say? Interesting enough. All right. These are the women Matt Walsh wants you to get married to. She also says. Who can't read? The sex is totally different. Because they're not tired. Because they practice. All they do is practice on women. <laughs> All they do. <laughs> All they do is practice on women. Yes. And I got a guy later. He's going to say he doesn't pay. He's also got some smoke for CGA. He didn't say my name, but he's going to try to challenge one of my, you know, my theories, my logic and my theories. But all day they practice on women's. Yes, they become proficient. They know how to hit that bottom. They know how to make them leg shake. They know how to fill the gap. They know how to run through the hole. They know how to. Yes. And you nine to five guy, you three uh, body count, body count three, you don't know what you're doing. So she's right. However, what surprises men is that there are some women who choose these men. I've been telling you, men, 80-20 rule, 90-10. Women say, a lot of women say that they won't do this, but they do it. They all have the proof that they do it. They have multiple uh, children by multiple men. It's not that hard to prove the 80-20 rule or what she's even proven. Pookie rule. Black men's is who can't read. <laughs> oh, man, so crazy. Yo, yeah, we have a mouthpiece ninja on later on in the day show, and he's happy too. He thought he, he, thought he said something, but we're going to debunk him. Straggle and Sniggle Theater continues. We have Sawidi. Saweetie, when I first heard her name, I thought it was the most ignorant name I had ever heard. I was like, that's ignorant, Saweetie. And I was like, what does that even mean? What is a Saweetie? But here, Saweetie shows how she prepares her Mackie dudes. All right, what does she say here? Are we American or what? Oh, that's a lot of fries. <laughs> Are we? Oh, the humanity. It's good, right? Mm. So freaking good. Oh, the humanity. Yeah.
terrible. 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 I mean, she's walking around with, like, Edward Scissorhand. Like, this is ridiculous. Like, why? Is this before she cuts her nails, or is this her nails done? I'm hoping, you know, I'm hoping this is before they cut it. Like, they're going to cut these down, and she's going to make this video. I'm just hoping. I think she has a sponsorship with McDonald's or something like that. She bought some franchises. I don't know. I saw somebody I pulled up one day, and they was wearing Saweetie on their shirt. I was like, but guys, man, anyway. Somebody says she was bad. Sweetie bad, though. Damn. <laughs> like, wow. I mean, let, let's just get it straight. If he was, she was lying on my couch, yeah, if she was lying on my couch, it would be on like Donkey Kong. But she a straggle. She's a certified straggle. <laughs> I mean, certified. That's bad. That's, bo- that's scraping the bottom of the barrel. I mean. Yeah, that brother's starving. Yes, sir. <laughs> if I saw her in a, in, a, in a brothel, I might pick her. If she was in a brothel, that's brothel material, fam. I mean, I ain't got, I, she's, she's got good skin. I like her skin. She's a brothel material. Anyway, <laughs> this is crazy. All right, I would not even finish putting on my shoes after that one. But uh, I got one more straggle here. Uh, oh, no, that's not one more straggle. I think that was the last one. So, yes, okay, let's get to the Super Chats here. Hey. With me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the fast stick, you can get high with me. That's a deal, right? All the young ninjas like, damn, what's wrong with this ninja, man? <laughs> oh man. All right, what do we got here? What's going on here? We got Principi Maddie Walshy wants us to marry the train yang girl. Indeed. Train yang. Get married. He's like, no, I'm not talking about them. Some of the good girls. Okay, where they at? Where are the good girls? Anybody know where they at? They don't know. Shout out to JC says it's insulting and almost demonic to impose humans. Um, are adults at age 30 at 13. I knew I was a man with a purpose. There was a sinister energy energy puppeteering this. And he says, if he got more than one, y'all all side chicks for real, for real. All right. But yeah, man, there's a sinister energy going on in the world. They're really trying to rechange reprogram the mind um you know i i call it more mk ultra ish this is why i'm a little squeamish about this whole push for like therapy and mental health to me it just it just reeks of mk ultra i'm i'm just like that i'm just letting you know now you don't have to be like that if you need some help and you just weak and you can't pick yourself up you don't know how to open your door and go for a jog (laughs) right you're like i don't know what to do just stuck in life. I'm an underage 30-year-old, completely stuck. But no, if you have some legit issues, go get them helped out. <laughs> but I know some MK Ultra when I see this shit. You know what I mean? I know Big Pharma when I see it. I'm just new, 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 new world order. And now we got now we got underage 30-year-olds. Now we have, if you just missed it, a, a theory that CGA has been offering 
because I know a lot of you guys came in here late. And do me a favor, hit the like button. Hit the like button real quick. If you came in here late, something that I've been arguing against for a while, I said they're going to push the envelope to where adults are going to be children. They're pushing this age of development, this delayed development, this failure to launch, this they're pushing it further and further. And we're seeing more and more old ass people living with their parents. And I said, eventually you'll have 35 year olds still living with their parents as a norm because of the economy. Here it is. Research shows people don't become adults until age 30. Brothers, this is my, new, 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 this new, is sinister. This, this to me, I don't, I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like this. I don't like where we're going. And, I, and trust me, you've been hearing it here first. I've been trying to debunk, debunk, debunk. Been telling you, yeah, pushing P. Like, where's the age of consent going to be then? Because you still have the age of consent around the world, 16. Now, I'm the, listen, I'm just telling you what it is. You can go to some cultures, it's still 14, 13. You can go to some countries, it's 16. Is the, that's the average around the world. Then 18 in the United States, the Western United States. Mostly the Western United States, 18. And, I've been, and they're still calling ninjas metaphiles. Then they're going, you're uh, underage 21-year-old, metaphile. Underage 24-year-old, metaphile. Now they're saying 30. Now the women were like, I dated older men when I was 24, but my frontal lobe wasn't developed. Niche. Mm. <laughs> this is unreal. But you're seeing it right now. They're playing with your heads. They're playing with your heads. Who are they? I have no idea, fam. New, 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 new world order. I have no idea. This is crazy. But they're now what's going to happen is because everybody's weak-minded and looking for excuses, somebody's going to tell you that 30 years old is still going to be, is still gonna be uh, considered. Uh, uh, it's going to be a different stage. They're going to give it a different name. And I'm going to give you another thing that we're playing about. Postpartum depression. Same thing. They've been playing with it because they know you're nothing but lazy, excuse-filled human beings. So now postpartum depression lasts seven years. Remember I've been showing you? They're, they're screwing with you. New, 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 new world it's order. unbelievable. Remember, postpartum depression was only supposed to be for a few months, maybe up to a year or two. Now they're like seven years. <laughs> Shit. Ninja, I'm out here, man. I can't. I can't. I can't associate with normies. Because, dude, a normie's going to have that conversation. For instance, equal pay for the soccer and basketball players for women. Pure ridiculous. It doesn't make sense on its face. But here it is. I was sitting. I'm going to tell you the story again. I was sitting at a WNBA game. I'm sitting next to a lady, overweight, five foot two, white woman. I think she was like somewhat Spanish or Philippine. I don't know what the hell she was, but she looked mostly white. And she was all woohoo, all excited. She getting out of the house for the first time. She didn't got her ass up out of her chair. They getting out of the house for date night. She was married. She was sitting next to me with her arm fat, messing up my armrest. And she said, these girls deserve equal pay. They deserve equal pay. They deserve it. And I said, you know, I was trying to be a nice normie, but then she triggered me. <laughs> I was sitting there going, sitting there. I was trying to be a nice guy, playing all nice. How you doing? Good to see you. 
I was playing nice, and then she had to go try to trigger me with some uh, progressive shit. I was like, here we go. So I'm sitting there, yeah, sweating grease on me. So I'm like, here we go. So she says, these girls deserve equal pay. Mind you, I'm sitting in an arena half empty. <laughs> half empty ass arena. So I said, she don't know what I do here. So I said, ma'am, you were just talking about, you were excited about this game. You just told me you were excited about getting these tickets right here. And these tickets you told me five years ago were $10. Now you were just telling me that you pay 80 bucks for these seats. If you give them equal pay, your seats are going to be $800. Every game. <laughs> Every game. Now, what I did was I took it off the fact that it's ridiculous to even pay women equally for NBA and WNBA. It's obviously ridiculous. I took away the fact that the game is not as entertaining because that's arguable. That's subjective. She can rest on that. But then I said, ma'am, you just said these tickets were 10 bucks five years. Now they're 80 bucks. You'd be paying 800 bucks per game. And she said, she was like, what that mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> she was like, oh, yeah. Oh. I was like, bitch, you only made one game this year, and that's the game you're sitting your rear end now for 80 bucks a seat. You can only afford one game. You only made time for one game. And you're sitting here now telling me that when these seats go to 850 and these women are making millions, you're going to pay for every game? The answer is no. Bankrupt overnight. <laughs> League is bankrupt overnight. You bitch. You bitch. Goodness. Gotcha, bitch. Just... The season, the whole league is bankrupt. Stupid. Who's going who's gonna to pay? The cost goes to the fans. Everybody knows this. Everybody keeps saying, well, there'll be more fans if there's more exposure. But that means more fans have to pay the high ticket price. Anybody that knows they go to an NFL game, they go to a, a, any sports event, the fans absorb the cost of the salaries. They don't just take the money out of nowhere. They don't just take the money from a pot of money that they're keeping away from women intentionally. Okay, so they give everybody million-dollar contracts. Now we pay the price. And all of the concession stands, brothers, I went to the Raiders game. I went to the concession stand. I got two brewskis and two bottles of water. It was $60. I looked at they ass like $60. For two brewskis in a can. <laughs> so when you go to the concessions, you see you got licorice, red vines, and Twizzlers, nachos. All of that's going to be 250 bucks plus your $800 per seat. <laughs> so, guys, just that's the argument. The fans aren't going to pay for it. It's a cheap ticket, cheap entertainment. That's why people go. As soon as your monkey ass go to, as soon as your monkey ass go to the concessions and you pay for the tickets, brothers. Mm. 
man. It don't, it don't do games. Going to games now is ridiculous. But they pay the million dollar salaries. We absorb the cost. The fans, the fans absorb the cost. Then you got to buy jerseys, and it's absolutely a ridiculous, ridiculous. All right, man. And if you go with a woman, they be at the concessions every every quarter. All right. Anyway, Java Cavacito, coach, are you saying if you don't use it, you lose it? Probably. I have a theory. I cannot prove it. John Doe says, CGA, I'm single, childless, in monk mode, and borderline MGTOW at this point. If it weren't for my spiritual beliefs, I wouldn't even think of marriage. Yeah, shout out to the brothers here. Wrestling, you know, you got a lot of Christians here, and you guys don't know what to do with yourselves. Yeah, parking too. Parking be 60, 70 bucks. Low end, 30 bucks. But if you're parking, 60, 70 bucks. If you go to a LA football game, it's 100 bucks. All right, if you're parking close to the state. So you got park, man, please. Black folks ain't ever going to go to a game. Have you ever seen, you ever seen these people? That's why you don't see black people at football games. Like you see the college football games, they be like, here we are in Auburn. And they pan the crowd, Virginia Tech, they pan the crowd. You go in there, Alabama, they pan the crowd. Now, I know the state of Alabama got 50% ninjas. 50% of the state is ninjas. And I don't be seeing nothing but white folks <laughs> with their whole family. They done bought four seats, Ohio State University game, Notre Dame game, not a ninja in sight. All right. Not a ninja. You know why? This is why. Because one guy will pay for one ticket, but for a family of four, you got two kids, a wife. That's four tickets. Four tickets to see. Your, the, only, the only black people I see are the players' families. They're getting free tickets. All right. I'm like, how you got 100,000 people in your stadium and ain't but 15 ninjas in there? <laughs> right? <laughs> ain't but 15 ninjas. Like, why? I'm looking at the student section. It don't matter what section they show. All white people. All white folks. But if you got a family of four, the football tickets is 200 250 That's a thou wow right there. Plus the tailgating, plus the snacks, plus the, the t-shirts and the jerseys and the and the hats, plus the 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 hot dogs and hamburgers. <laughs> All right, you talking about 1k per game just to get in. That's not the parking, parking on somebody's lawn for 60 bucks. You know what I mean? This is an elite. Uh, going to sports game is like an elite thing. It's elite. Now, the, the black folks I do see there, they, they go by themselves. There'll be a man that goes by themselves or a woman. They'll go by themselves. They'll pay the 250 <laughs> Crazy, man. The refs, yeah, that's all it is. But, but when, you, when, you, when they pan the crowd, look at college football. Look at the NFL. They pan that crowd. And we make up 12, 13, 14% of the population. Some of these cities, Cleveland, Baltimore, we make up 35%, 40% of the whole city. You scan the crowd, it don't be nothing but 2% ninjas. <laughs> Can't afford to go to no damn game. All right, anyway. But hey, man, get your money up out here for real. All right, look, man, let's get back to the show. 
Let's get back to the show. We having fun. Shout out to John Doe, man. Hang in there. What's the next on the menu? What's next on the menu? Let's see what we got. But coach, I don't pay. All right, so we got, but coach, I don't pay. All right, here we go right here. Uh, let's see, where's the, but coach, I don't pay guy. Um, We'll start right here. We'll start right here with this. We got a couple of clips before this. Uh, Here it is right here. Everybody's kind of making these skits now. It makes you wonder, do they know something? Are they just on the trend? Do they have history experience doing this? Are they mimicking movie clips? It makes you want to know, right? Makes you want to know because a lot of people been in binds. Actually have a theory. A lot of y'all single mothers, you know, anybody that grew up with a single mother, your mother has been in a bind. Anybody that, let me, let me just explain this. I know you don't want to think this and I got to change my filter here. Any men that grow up with single mothers, your single mother was once in a bind. And there was a man that came and helped out. Now, you knew this man is Uncle Earl, Uncle Willie. I got money. Deacon Clap Cheeks. Deacon Clap Cheeks, right? But you was a little nappy-headed, snotty-nosed, all right, crumb-snatching kid. You was 8, 9, 10 years old. And your mama got in the bind. And then there was a man that came, Deacon Clap Cheeks. Somebody came over, and he came over, and he said, hey, boy, he rubbed your head. <laughs> June bug, he rubbed your head. Hey, little boy, hey, I heard Santa gave you a nice little Christmas gift, didn't he? And you're like, Santa did give me a nice little Christmas gift. What did Santa get you, little June bug? Little June bug, what did Santa get you? You're like, he got me a bike. <laughs> Santa did give you a bike. I got money. He did give you a bike, huh? You like that bike? You been riding that bike? Make sure you lock that bike up, boy. All right, Santa worked very hard making that bike. All right, now why don't you go now? Where, where that bike at? Where that bike at? That bike upstairs. Go on and get that bike. And then what I want you to do is I want you to run to the store. All right, he go in his wallet. Why don't you run to the store and get us some big bag of potato chips? Get your bike. Make sure you lock it up. Why don't you go on out there? Don't go to that store down there. Go to the store way down there. Way down there. Did you get on your bike? <laughs> now, look how happy that boy is. Ain't he happy? Oh, sure he is, Uncle Earl Slick Willie. He is happy, ain't he? So, uh, you know, bikes ain't free. And we only got about 15 minutes before this ninja come back, maybe 30. So I'm thinking, uh, we're going to have to go on upstairs. <laughs> and uh, take care of that bike. Mm-hmm. I have to fix this, that bind. <laughs> he go up there. <laughs> this is said, take your time, son. Take your time. Don't come back to the street lights is on. He just. <laughs> now you come home with your bag you come all excited you pick your bike up you take it upstairs you bust in the door where where uncle slick willie at where where uncle willie at 
It smell funny in here. <laughs> What's that smell? It smell like it smell funny in here, mama, mama. What's that smell? <laughs> mama, what's that smell? I got three bags of butt. I got three. I got. I got popcorn. I got cheddar cheese popcorn. I got barbecue chips, and I got plain. But it smell like salmon. We having salmon tonight. <laughs> Mama, we having salmon? It smell like burnt tires. Is somebody burning tires and salmon? I'm in a bind, Nate. <laughs> Jesus. Man. <laughs> Yo. Sometimes people gotta fix his dad bind. I'm in a bind, Nate. Yeah, Dicky clap cheeks to Bernie Mac. Dicky clap cheeks had to fix his that bind. So we know this, but uh, let's get to the video here. This is some of y'all mama right here. There your mama is right there. Let's see what let, let's see what your mama, Mister Willie, had to deal with. Sugar baby. Uh oh. Oh hey, Mister Willie. Stopped by your apartment the other day. You weren't home. Well, you know, I had dance class the other day, and I had to take mom to the pharmacy. And oh yeah, I forgot. I see that ATM back there. Oh, oh yeah, I had to get some money out for. Look here. Here's a little something to buy, something real nice. <laughs> Mr. Will, you gotta stop taking those pills. Somebody got to take them. I'll see you tonight. Uh-oh. Mr. Willie, I just... Yeah, that be some of y'all. Hey, man, look, look. Yeah, that was there, man. I might get a copyright, but uh, yeah, you know, sometimes you know, he like I see you tonight. I'm in a bind, Nate. Oh man, crazy man. Oh, it's an evil world, man. It's an evil world we live in. It's an evil world. Jesus, dead president scene. If you don't know, yes, the scene in Dead Presidents. Oh, man, that scene in Dead Presidents is cold as hell, too, man. God dang. All right, speaking of uh, in a bind here, them young girls don't want you out here. Uh, let's see what this young thing talking about right here, this young, pretty young thing, piece of calico. Uh, what's going on with her leg? She got birth. Oh, man, she got a bad birthmark, it looks like. All right, let's continue here. Let's see what she's got to say. Would you rather date a 50 Oh, that's just a filter. Yo, man, that's not really attractive to you. But he's wealthy or somebody your age that's grinding towards their goal. But right now, they're not financially stable. A 50-year-old for right now because um, he can support my lifestyle that I want. So, like, you don't really care about the guy that's, like, working towards his goal? I don't care about looks. I care about money. If you're broke, 
there, there's no chance. Wow, ninjas, man. Yo, what is going Uncle? I got money. I know people don't understand, man. And I know women be like, well, that ain't nothing. Co oh, boy, let me tell you, man. The junior college is litty. It was a shadow. It was a shadow. But your lifestyle, and there's a woman that's going to clear this up later on. All right, she got Nissan Ultimate activities. What lifestyle? You're going to be impressed for very little. All right, you're impressed for very little. All right, and you're going to be one of many. I hope you know. All right, but uh, guys, man, listen, this is all day long. We are in We are in this economy. I'm in a bind, Nate. Ninjas can fix his bind. Ninjas can fix his binds easily. And they gave her, he gave her. And this is a, I would qualify him as a Tyrone. He's a Tyrone looking guy. He looks athletic. He's tall, right? And, um, you know, he's got a beard that connects. This would be a Tyrone interviewing. And he's interviewing knowing what these girls going on, man, in today's world. And yes, this is somebody's daughter. So he's saying 50-year-old guy with money or a 20-year-old ninja that can blow your back out. She, handsome guy. She like, this is easy. This is easy. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Right? <laughs> buying fixes, buying fixes LLC, Brandon says. Okay, this is an easy choice for the modern woman. I don't care how good you look. I don't care how old you are. If you're broke, don't even think about approaching me. Hello? No. If you're ugly and you have money, you're, you're, you have money. <laughs> Jesus. They be in some binds out here. That's all that matters. Money rules the world. Money, money, money. I need money. We all need money to survive. Yeah, man. Hey, listen, man. This, this economy is crushing. Oh, you guys didn't even see it. My bad. Um, This economy is crushing them. It's crushing them. And it starts with the lower ends. I mean, this. listen, this ain't bad. I know we talked about Saweetie. But this ain't a bad night for CGA. This will be an easy one. This will be an easy slam dunk. Buying fixers LLC. This would be an easy one. And she's not talking about buy much, man. She ain't talking about buy much. All right, but look, these are your, hey, Matt Walsh, these are your future wives. Matt, yeah, I'm just said that. Matt Walsh, speak up. Matt, where are you at, fam? Speak up. <laughs> Let's continue. Would you rather date a 50-year-old man that's not really attractive to you, but he's wealthy, or somebody your age that's grinding towards their goal, but right now they're not financially stable? A 50-year-old for right now, because uh, he can support my lifestyle that I want. What lifestyle? Man, brothers, dude, this is going to be lifestyle? Seriously? Let's continue. So, like, you don't really care about the guy that's, like, working towards his goal? I don't care about looks. I care about money. If you're broke... There's, there's no chance. I don't care how good you look. I don't care how old you are. If you're broke, don't even think about approaching me. Hello? No. If you're ugly and you have money, you're, you're, you have money. That's all that matters. Money rules the world. Money, money, money. I need money. We all, yeah. we all need money to survive. Yeah, yeah. I'm telling you, man. We live. Your rent's due, motherfucker. Hey. 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 Do you see? What we see, I'm telling you, man, it's getting tough out here because what this used to be what people didn't speak about. All right, bird chested chica. All right, I don't mind that, by the way. All right, but uh, guys, this is becoming more and more. He says, not all women coach. I know, but it's going to be hard for you to figure out which ones. And guys, you'll be surprised. I know you'll be, you'll be completely shocked. Speaking of, we got another one here, straggles. And this starts with the lower end economy and it works its way up. 
because the economy is about to be screwed for the next five years. We're not getting out of this for a long time. Uh, we won't get out of this until, uh, mark my words, we'll be lucky to get out of this by 2030. That That's the long range, 2030, but by then it'll be game over. But the best case scenario is that if you're investing and you're investing heavily in the market, you can get out of this by 20, uh, 2036, 20, 2026. If you're not investing in the market, it's a wrap. It's a wrap for you. If, if you're not investing in the market, it's a wrap. So here it is. Uh, shoot your shot. Please make more than $200,000 a year or have your own company. No kids. Be at least, this got to be a joke. Be at least six foot five, a vegan, and be willing to support me and my kids. I have five full time. Let's just say this is a joke. Let's just, it's got to be a joke. But she says, forget it. I'm no longer dealing with these ninjas. I deserve, oh, there's her, her, her page is there. I'm tired of dealing with these no good ass. What do they call them? No good, nothing ass ninjas. Good for nothing. Ain't about nothing ninjas. The price has gone up. Now, they're not going to meet this price. But then they're going to say, I can do bad all by myself. Guys, I know people think this is a joke. I don't think it's a joke. The six foot five thing, maybe. But, yo. She out there, she just put it out there, guys. Yeah, man, it's getting. It's an evil world we live in. Yeah. 200,000 a year. But this guy, this girl right here, of course, excuse her French. I've actually featured a video with her. Um, Somebody says, can we stop calling black men the N-word? Exactly. This woman's going to have a lot of French in this video. Uh, But she's going to make a point that I've been making. And, of course, you know, at Buying Fixers LLC. The point I've been making as well as a lot of these women believe they can handle a guy that makes six figures, even seven figures. Now, the only thing they can do is finesse him, but they think they can handle him. And this woman's going to say, you can't handle a guy that makes six figures. Most of us couldn't even handle a nigga with six figures, a nigga with anything over what we used to dealing with. We don't. Yeah, boy. Don't even know how to talk to a nigga with six figures. You, you. This is true. So listen, I'm sorry for the language here, but she's absolutely right. Women don't know how to even talk to a guy that makes six figures. They'll try and they'll try it, but they don't even know what to say, what to do. And they'll just simply just be like, all right, I'll toot it up. And this is like 90% of women, 90. Used to talking to a nigga like trash, used to, you know, taking shit back. You used to um, being able to um, kind a nigga with your pussy because you know it's good. But when a nigga don't need you, when pussy don't excite him, number one, and he know his work, don't have to put up with the shit you coming with and got choices Got a line of bitches that he could choose from. That shit don't fly. You got to adjust or, or you can go and find the same type of nigga that you used to dealing with. I, she's from New Orleans, I bet. She sounds like she's from New Orleans. Yeah, somebody just said that. She a Saints fan. 
That's New Orleans. I can recognize a New Orleans straggle when I know one. I can hear it. But this is essentially what that clip I used to play called Coochie Games, right? Where the woman said, hey, uh, you know, this is how you play, man. If you have a guy, uh, if, if you have a, a Coochie Games, you can play with this guy. And then the woman says, Colin Kaepernick, his girlfriend says, what happens when you meet a guy that has options? How do you play Coochie Game with a guy that has options? What do you do when a man has options? What kind of coochie game? You can't do nothing. Nothing. There's nothing. There's nothing you can do. And a lot of women don't understand that. They'll just be like, I want a guy that makes $200,000. But that guy has lots of girls. Right? <laughs> right? Guy has lots of girls. So she's even saying it, chewing on, <laughs> chewing that gum. Absolutely atrocious. But a lot of women from her ilk, let me give you an example. A lot of women from her ilk believe they can just go get the guy with money. I'll just go get a rich guy, <laughs> right? Look, I'll just go get a rich guy. Now, you got to remember, this is like 20% of the population, 15, maybe like 10% growing into 20. We're hearing women of, women of all races talking this. It's growing to like 20, 30% of women are talking like this. And then people are saying, them young girls don't want you. That's false. You just haven't been on my locals yet. They do. They, in fact, will. Oh, but they don't want you. Oh, let's get to that conversation. All right, right here. We got the mouthpiece guy. Hey. We got a mouthpiece ninja. Here we go. A mouthpiece ninja. He says, I get it for free. I don't pay. Oh, I can't wait to talk about this. Take a look at this guy. Hey, give me two a thousand likes. Give me two a thousand likes. Yeah, you definitely gonna be sharing. Do me a favor. Take a moment. Take a moment to hit the like button because I think we can have two thousand people during the evening show, which is pretty high. A lot of people got stuff to do, but if we got to a thousand likes, we can get two thousand people in here. All right, so mouthpiece ninja up here. And he says, trick coping, you gonna for cat one way or the other. He didn't finish his, <laughs> right? He didn't finish his thing. I think he meant you're gonna pay for cat one way or another. All right, let's hear what the mouthpiece ninja said. And you can see a mouthpiece ninja a mile away. This ninja got the tight ass liquor store lokes. All right. All right, he got the lokes like, wait. Are you tired of looking whack? Do you wanna look cool? Are you tired of people being in your business? He got the liquor store logs on. He got the hat that's two sizes too small. He got his brand, though. I'm not going to put him down. Let's not put him down. Shout out to this brother. He probably watches the show. All right. All right, here we go here. Let's see what he has to say. He says, I gets it for free. A trick is a man who gives a woman money gifts or sponsors her lifestyle in exchange for time, companionship, or nasty time. And a lot of tricks do what I like to call trick coping, rationalizing to themselves and other people why they would rather spend their hard-earned money on the most common commodity known to man. Did I mention that commodity is also free? That commodity is box, cat, Hunani. You always hear tricks say things like, well, you're going to have to pay for it one way or the other. You might as well do it directly. Or why do all that talking and dates when I can just pay her and be done? That logic is flawed 
and that is hustling backwards. You see a woman you like and you give her, let's just say, $100 to smash. And when you want to see her again, guess what you got to do? Keep giving her $100 over and over and over again, fool. But I see her. He said $100. $100. All right, let's go back. Go back. Guess what you got to do? Keep giving her $100 over and over and over again, fool. But I see her. I put this good game and mouthpiece on her. Oh. Okay. He put, hey, um, just starting off right now. His game and mouthpiece is whack. I can't even buy. I'm not even buying what he's selling. <laughs> right here we go. Right here, he gonna put that good game and mouthpiece. All right, here we go. And over again, fool. But I see her. I put this good game and mouthpiece on her. And let's just say we do go on a date, and I spend a hundred dollars on an experience that I also get to enjoy. Me and her smash, and guess what? I get to smash all year for free. Or at least until we fall out. And if she a good woman that I can get value from, that's an investment. Be per- investment. Investment, he says. Never in the history of time does a man get an investment into a woman that turns into monetary gain. He living in la-la land. I mean, this is dream world. I would love to know. I don't know who this guy is. I would love to know how many women right now have you turned a profit on by beating the punani up? Look at <laughs> how many, how many women have you turned a profit on, Mister Investment? You get you a good woman, and then you she gonna turn your life into an investment. Where? How many women have you got to buy a house off of? How many? I mean, oh, they, they help your little business. They help put crack in their titty. All right, when you went to the jail. All right, all right, let's continue here. Investment. All right, now women are investments. Okay, and not only are they investments, we're not even talking about wives. We're talking about skeezers. We're talking about the many, many women that he banged that he's turned into an investment. Like, I already know this is messed up. But isn't he creating his own problem? Right. Okay, let's continue parlaying the pimping. All right. Okay, here we go right here. I can get value from. That's an investment. Me personally, I would spend my time and my money investing into a good situation that I get value from. Now, you tell me down in the comments which way is smarter. A trick is a man. Wait, 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 wait. I got to pause it right here. Right there. Wait, wait. Let me see if I can get it. Pause it right there. That's the one right there. That's the one. That's the, which way is smarter? <laughs> oh my gosh. Like, this is crazy. I mean, I know, I want to know what city he's in. That's going to be number one. I think number two, the problem with this argument is this is low-hanging fruit. He's obviously dealing with low-hanging straggles. I can just show it right now. I, I want to see the women he's dealing with. This will just throw it out, blow it out of the frame. 
Now, number three, remember, he said the commodity that he gets that people are paying for is cat. He called cat a commodity. That is important to him, but it's so important he wants to seek it out for free. Now, that's all good and fine and dandy. But now the problem is you can turn cat into money. The woman could. But what can you turn into your associations? Of course, he got the investments. But I'm, I'm very, I, I don't think he can get anything. He doesn't have any investments that he got from laying down the pipe on a woman. Not any significant ones. I'm talking about significance. However, time and money, which you mentioned, can be turned into money or, or time. But you're sitting on cat, prioritizing it. Number one, trying to turn that cat into an investment for yourself. Maybe you're pimping them. I have no idea. Maybe you're pimping them. But now you're saying right here on the marketplace that you said is a commodity, which people pay for, you're going to get it for free. Now, my pro- this is my question. This is the final question. Mr. Mouthpiece, obviously you're good at it. You're better than me. <laughs> How many times have you done this? My question is, how many times have you done this? You've done it enough to be proficient at it, which means it's a skill. You spent 10,000 hours perfecting this. Am I not right? You would say so, right? Or you were born with it. You perfected this skill. So much so that you've done this many times. With all of these fat women that you're doing it with. But how much return have you got in that investment and how many times do you have to repeat this how many times do you have to repeat this replacing the women because that's what you're saying i get them replace them get value and then dump them out how much time have you spent mastering this skill and what is the rate of return and how often do you have to do this this will show you that you paid you goofy ninja. I want to hear your body count. Because this is going to show you, you made the worst investment of all time. <laughs> right? This got to be one of the dumbest investments. Yes, he said, this guy just limited, he pays for it. Proven by saying he invests. Exactly. He called it a commodity. He invests. You're getting a return. Brothers. This shit is just mad. Yes, and let's not even count the STIs. He's not talking about four women. He's not talking about 10 women. This guy's talking about 50 to 200 women. How much time does it take to you replace the next woman? When did you get the value out of that woman? On day one or six months? If it took six months to get your return and six months of sleeping with her for free, you paid. I know. I know this is a tough one. This is a tough one, but this is the guys that I'm telling you about. This is the guys I'm telling you about, and this is why y'all didn't just stay exactly where y'all are. Now, I'm going to need to see some pictures. Money is not involved, coach. He don't pay. (laughs) He just said money is involved. He's looking to get an investment out of it. He's mastering the skill. 
You guys master skills all the time where there's no money involved and you eventually turn that into an investment. But the time he spent, you guys trade time for money all day long. You guys trade time for money every day. You go to work. How many time, how much, how many shekels do you get per hour? 15. I get $15 per hour. This is according to the minimum wage. That's time. He even said $100. He spent 100 bucks on a date. He said, I spent 100 bucks on a date. He admitted that. There was no money involved. There certainly was. He just said it. 100 bucks. How many hours did you trade? If I make $15 an hour, I traded four hours of work. I make $15 an hour. I traded four hours of work to be with that woman on that date. No, I just used the mouthpiece and I got free commodity. See, these are the things, man, I want to say. And then I want to ask, and I don't want to get too personal. Where are you in life? Okay, show me where you are in your life. I want to see your, let's go look at you. I don't, you don't have to get specific. Let's see your assets. Let's see your liabilities. Are you paying any child support? Do you have a baby mama? Probably. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just assuming. Do you have a baby mama? Are you paying her child support? Come on, you're paying. These are the things that you guys are dodging around, right? You're kind of trying to dodge it around and be like, I'm the smart one. <laughs> I wasted time, not money. I put in the time. Now, everybody knows, last point on this one. If you're using this strategy, you know that mostly every time you're going to be with your girl, whatever girl that you're smashing, according to this guy, every girl that you're smashing, most of the time, rarely is it that you show up, smash, and leave. I know this. There are some situations where that can happen. Very few times. There are times that it happens, though. But the more you're trying to keep up with your rotation, you're managing women, managing when you're going to see your women. When you see her, you're going to put in time. You're going to put in a couple of hours caking, cuddling up. You even He even said he goes on dates, so he's not saying he's showing up to fornicate. But he says every time thereafter, I get, to, I get to hit it for free. But are you just showing up, walking in, busting the nut, and walking out? Probably not. You got to cake. You got to entertain. You got to shuffle. You got to sniggle. You got to watch at least a half of football, half of the bachelorette. You got to make some small talk. Aftercare, mitigate risk. Hang out late hours. You know women don't get revved up until 9.30. You can never get a woman 7.30. Hey, 7.30, come on. Have that punani shaved and ready to go. Women will be like, oh, I'm not ready. I'm still fumbling around micromanaging stuff. So you probably going to get home at 12.30, 1 o'clock. After they get revved up, 9 o'clock, 9, they get a little liquor in them. They get their inhibitions lower. They get a little food in their belly. They get a little cuddle, sniggle. So you got you to gotta work that out. So every day you get home, 12, 31 o'clock, wake up the next day, repeat. 
<laughs> have breakfast in bed. Oh my lord! It's a. He says the I don't pay is self deception. We're all fooling each other. There's no such thing. There's no such thing. And what he's saying is it's a cope. But I think he's trying. He's outsmarting himself. Right. He even outsmarted himself, and he's backing himself into this corner. All right. Anyway. All right. Shout out to this guy right here. Somebody send me his clip. And yeah, I mean, guys, guys will act like they just walk in the door, grab the girl by her throat and then shove her on the bed, clap the cheeks and walk out the door. We know that that's not happening. In fact, if you're not paying anything, you got to do even more to massage that relationship. You got to text cake. Happy to see you. Good morning. I miss you. I can't wait to see you. All right, you just leaking hours. <laughs> leaking him. Time wasted for some puss. Now that I think is low. After a while, that is absolutely low. Just leaking time, hemorrhaging. In fact, what I would challenge him is, I want to see how much time you put into this. Now, you're not making, you're not trying to teach me anything. I just want you to see it. <laughs> right? I just want you to see how much time you're wasting. You're not teaching me anything. All right? I've been there, done that. And I realized I was wasting way too much time. Opportunity cost alone, I was wasting opportunity cost. Because there would be times I would thinking, damn, I could be recording a podcast. Oh, shit, I could be working out. Oh, damn, I could be meal planning. Oh, damn. And I'm sitting here caking. Oh, damn, I could have did something that made me money. Oh, damn, I could have worked some extra overtime. Just the opportunity cost alone of repetitively. Listen, ninjas don't know nothing about compound interest, but they know about compound investing in the women, trying to get a return in women. Guys, there is no return in investment for women. If puss is your return in investment or her buying you Jordans, that's not a return. Why can't you ninjas take that idea and put it into the money market? Why can't you take that idea and pull it into real estate? Because you almost there, but you're too addicted to puss. I've been there. I've been there, done that. We all have it. Why don't you take that and work on your damn body with them, uh, with them damn uh, man boobs on your chest? Why don't you put that into a business plan? Why don't you put that into compound interest when you're 20? Why don't you understand opportunity costs and the... This is where we're trying to get. Women are for pleasure. They temporary at best. Ninjas always talking this shit and ain't got no compound interest in a bank account. Now, I don't know about him, but I'm just talking about these guys. It is unbelievable. It's undeniable. Ninja, you paid. He said, this is child play for coach. This is absolutely absurd. I just want him to give me a diagram. Give me the hours that it takes for you to pull this off. Tell me what your rotation is. Remember, I'm, I'm going to teach you using your own method. And I'm going to show you where you're just hemorrhaging time. Oh, it's going to catch up to you. But anyway, it's, 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 it's absurd. Crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Ninja's got it right. I, I think black men are black men like himself. They got it right, but if you just trade puss for money, puss for interest, 
you could be millionaires. I'm not going to say what race, what people, we know I can't say that. You could be millionaires, but you're millionaires and puss. Imagine being a millionaire and puss and bragging about it. Guys, don't be this guy. You can be this guy, guys. I'm just saying, this is not the way to go about it. You can do this a part of your life up to age 25. Once you get past, and this is another thing. I know that guy's in his 30s. I know that guy's in his 30s, right? That guy's in his 30s for sure. Up to 25 max. Once you get past 25, turn this idea into actual money and stop trying to make money off of broads. If you get a good woman, she'll be a part of your business. Unbelievable. There's no way. <laughs> there's no way. There's no way men are older. There's no way men are older than 25 are thinking like this. And you do not have a business other than selling drugs. There's no, there's no legit business that you have, Ninja. And she can help you bit. There's no way. <laughs> anyway, please let please show me the business. Please, I want to see these. I want to see the suite that you rented out. Yes, your three-year lease. I want to see the office suite that you rented. I want to see your secretary. I want to see your human resource director. I want to see your back bay. I want to see your warehouse, your shipping. <laughs> I want to see your business, Ninja. Please. She can help you build. I've heard other people say that. Like, you're, you're not getting these women to help you build. You're trying to sleep with them. You're trying to justify it. You're trying to justify and wasting time on women and not spending money. So you're, now you're going to employ the women in your business. <laughs> so she can do what? Answer your cell phone? You ain't even got no extra cell phone. Answer my phone. Return that text message. <laughs> yeah. All right, what is she doing? Setting up your email? Setting up your live stream and shit? She like, let me set your live stream up for you. I'm going to provide you some value. All right, anyway. Oh, man. But I would love to see it. Listen, uh, I think somebody said he's in this space, in the red pill space or the PUA space. I think it's a joke. Um, listen, if he, if he's up to it, listen, I don't do shit for free, sir. I'm not you, but I'll make a deal with you. You come up with $5,000, Mr. Big Businessman. Get one of your girls to schedule with me. Get your people to talk to my people, Mr. Businessman. And then what you're going to do is you're going to get, I don't want to talk to you. You too busy out here slaying vagina. All right, but I want one of your hoes to call me. And I'm going to knock you for your hoe, by the way. But anyway, I want one of your hoes, Mr. Big Time Pimp, to call me. $5,000 to appear on my show. You're going to pay it, Mr. Big Businessman. Or you could cut a video on me and pay your rent this month. And I'll make you famous. But you're going to bring a spreadsheet to me. You're going to bring a spreadsheet. And the spreadsheet will say, 
from a.m. to p.m., we're going to find out how many hours you spent putting this together. And we're going to present it to the coach game. We're going to present it. I won't let you talk. Only your girl is going to be in here. Only your girl. (laughs) And we're going to see how many man hours you've committed to this theory. You're so smart. And if you win, if you win and you get, we're going to give you all the, he said, we're going to give you all the coach gang. We're going to have you come in here and we're going to see what the return of investment is. Indeed. All right. Anyway, he says it's a round the clock job. He ain't even going to sleep. He ain't even going to sleep. All right. Doing this. Anyway. All right, let's see here. And I only want to hear from your secretary. I only want to hear from your secretary. I don't want to hear from you. Uh, but you can make a video about me. I know you're sure you're going to make a video about me. But I, don't, I only want to hear. I want to hear from your secretary. I'm not going to hear directly from you because your people are going to get in touch with my people. Then we're going to see. And I'm going to put this spreadsheet up for everybody to see. <laughs> All right, here we go right now. Shout out to Deshaun Rose. He says, but Uber's accepting EBT only means more business for me. I'll gladly make a profit off of these lazy bums. Anyway, free agent lifestyle for life. Keep up the great work. Keep the life lessons coming, coach. They need you. Pause. Oh, man. Yeah, man. It's a weird, it's a weird world. It's a weird world. And I think, you know, what, what I call this as well, I've heard another content creator talk about this. This creates unhealthy male competition. What he's promoting promotes unhealthy male competition. Now, he's also going to say the same similar to me. But what this does is it creates, what he's creating is, what he's admitting to, which he probably doesn't care. He's admitted to being a slut maker. On the opposite side, people that do what he's, preaching against aren't making the sluts they're already sluts but he's saying i'm taking good women and then turning them into sluts putting them back out there and then now he's then but i hope i hope to goodness he likes 304s i hope to goodness he does not complain about sluts and skeezers and 304s i hope to god because then that would be an oxymoron if he does that i'm like those are the women you're very women you're creating You're creating the problem you're complaining about. But anyway. uh, But uh, listen, I don't know about him. And shout out to, I know there's some people that I'm cool with. (laughs) All right, shout out to Chairman Mo. Good evening, Coach. I just want to wish you a happy belated five-year anniversary on your channel. As for the topic with Matt Walsh, he's a tool. He knows that everyone in the Manosphere RP community is correct 100% at this point. He's just another lamestream journalist who reads programming from the you-know-who. Indeed, shout out to you. New, 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 new world order. Um, and he says he is only giving hot takes in order to generate clicks and views. Yeah, because he cannot actually say anything informative or insightful to his audience. History will prove that you are the Kostradamus. I will make sure that my corner of the world will know of the great Coachellini. 
that I was right. Have a good evening. Shout out to you. Indeed, indeed, indeed. All right, I will be proven right by history. Shout out to Have Space Will Travel. Who cares about compound interest? I got game and the mouthpiece. And the mouthpiece. Shout out to the mouthpiece guys out here. Those are the funny guys to me. All right, and, and the funny thing is, with your mouthpiece, if you try to sit up here and do what I do on a daily basis, Ninja, you will flop trying to compare to me. You can't even talk. Ninja, you can't even talk without sounding like you got marbles in your mouth. And I'm sitting here using the King's English. Sure, I mess up reading every now and then. And here we go. He mad he ain't got the mouthpiece. Yep, that's exactly what. Ninja, look, I'm doing what he says doing. I'm turning that mouthpiece into investment without banging fat bitches. You're saying I don't got the mouthpiece and literally using my mouthpiece every day. <laughs> Wait a minute. I'm li- Listen, I want you to listen. Go back and listen to that guy and listen to me every day. How in the world do you say I don't got the mouthpiece? Listen to me. You listen to me. You watch me every day, you jackass. Like how? How? <laughs> how don't I have the mouthpiece? I'm sitting here talking to you and you're listening. This is amazing. I swear to God, these ghetto thugs are amazing. Ghetto thug. What do I suppose to sound like? And I get the girl. What do I suppose to sound? Is that the mouthpiece? Is that the mouthpiece? You got to be the dumbest ninjas in history. I literally talk for a living, but I don't have the mouthpiece. (laughs) It's it's unbelievable. I cannot stand. And and, and what it is, it's low grade gutter trash. That seems to be stuck in the gutter and literally can't just. Distinguish between a mouthpiece and the mouthpiece. <laughs> it's amazing. It's absolutely dumb. How how could you how do you put this together? I talk like this for a living. You listen to me every day. You cannot not listen to me. And then we'll come on here and say, well, he don't got the mouthpiece. How? How? How does that even make sense? And the numbers keep going up every week. (laughs) How? How do you, how do you justify that? How do you cross, how do you cross reference that I would not be able to talk in the mainstream if I see a woman? I don't know what to say. How do you cross Dumb ninjas, man, I swear. (laughs) All right, anyway. But ninjas are dumb. They don't think. (laughs) Ninjas is dumb. I swear. It's it's just crazy. It's one one of the most craziest things you have to deal with. It's it's dumb people like that. Anyway. Somehow I just can't translate this to a conversation at all. I would get outside and be like, I don't know what to say to the girl. All right, here we go right here. Where are we at here? 
Oh, Lord, have mercy. Shout out to El Jefe says, I remember when, uh, wait a minute, what's his name? Uh, Jason Sudukis. I can't pronounce his last name, was prancing around like, look at me, I got a hot wife. Now look at him. Simp. Shout out to uh, Jason Sudikas is his name. I couldn't even think of it for a minute. (laughs) All right, where are we at here? We got, uh, oh, we got a bunch of super chats. JC says, uh, the Lions had one good season. Now it's 250 for standing room. Facts. Facts. He says, don't let it affect your coach. It ain't affect me. But sometimes you got to speak ninja to them. You know what I mean? They don't hear. They don't hear unless somebody's uh, slapping them aside the head. Right? Ninjas don't hear. Like, if I'm talking to King's English, ninjas can't hear it. It goes one ear and right through the earwax, right out the other. So sometimes you got to speak ignorant to them f- to get it. So I can speak ignorant. I grew up in the inner city for a little bit. And so you got to speak ignorant to them. You got to yell and fuss because that's all they hear. You know, it's like Deion Sanders got to coach his team. He got to scream and shuffle and abba dabba for them to hear him. So I got to do that to them too because they obviously don't get it. They see the numbers. They see the rep. <laughs> so you got to speak ignorant to them. But I can bring it back down. I'm right back here. They didn't get me, they not, not get me hot under the bottom. <laughs> they not getting me hot under the collar. Ninjas is ignorant and you got to speak ignorant to them and you got to curse and you got to drop an N word every now and then to wake them up because that's what they used to. They're conditioned to it. Because if I talk like this, they don't understand me. They just sitting there like, what is he talking about? <laughs> so I build rapport. That's called part of the mouthpiece. That's how I sell to them. Every now and then I got to yell and scream and they'll get it. I'll go, oh. It's like the, yeah, right now, because how I'm speaking, it's like the smoke alarm. They can't hear it. That smoke detector just beeping. This is what it sounds like to them. I'm just talking to them, and they don't, they don't hear it. But when you start yelling and screaming, they hear it. <laughs> or if I talk like I have marbles in my mouth, they hear it. <laughs> All right, anyway. Anyway, they mad now. Look, <laughs> I know how to get them mad. Where are we at? Uh, Crypto Keeper says Taylor Swift was coming up on Travis. Wait, tra- sorry. Crypto Keeper, Taylor Swift was a come up for Travis. Hashtag flatback season. Have, um, have you seen that there's another black woman coming out against Travis Kelsey? Have you seen that? There's another one. It's not Kayla. There's another woman that came out against Travis Kelsey. And she's like, Taylor, I want to warn you. This is crazy. Like, ain't nobody listening to you, straggle daggles. He a cheater. <laughs> let me see here. Let me see. There's another woman right here. Her name is, uh, let me see if I can find this. This is on TMZ. Look at this, look at this right here. Look at this. Another one. Hey, black women, y'all looking bad out here. Y'all looking bad. Everybody know what this is. This is not a real relationship between Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. This is not. But now another B-dub. Look at this B-dub. Look at this straggle. Now she didn't came out. Girl, he full of it. Oh, wait a minute. No, he says the girl's full of it. Let me, let me, find, the, um, let me find the article where it said, what's her name here? Her name is uh, Maya, Maya Benberry. 
<laughs> Nobody even knew you dated him. Who even knew? Who who even knew that she date she dated him? She warns Taylor Swift about her cheating ex Travis Kelsey. Let me see. If, there she is, right there. There she. Oh my goodness, ma'am. Can I tell you something? Can I tell you something? You were a side chick. You were a side chick the entire time. He did not cheat on you. I'm. I'm. Let me. Let, where's that one clip of the girl that said, "Let all my side chicks be gone." You're this woman right here. Look, please, God, make all my side chicks disappear. This was you. Yeah, you were a side chick the entire time, man. Now you talking about, girl, uh, Taylor Swift, I got to warn you. You was for the streets. In these streets. And she's trying to warn. Taylor Swift cannot hear you from the ghetto. Taylor Swift cannot hear you from Inglewood. Trust me, Taylor did not get the message. Now, what you're trying to do is clout chase. And now you're just revealing yourself as another used piece in discarded toilet tissue. And the, he, Travis Kelsey was probably not the only one. Let's just be honest. Travis Kelsey was probably not the only one in the league that's had you. Nobody knew who you were. Now you're relevant and you picked up a couple of followers and a couple of OnlyFans. Uh, subscriptions. Nobody knew you. Nobody knows you, ma'am. And neither does Taylor Swift. <laughs> this is crazy. They making themselves look real bad out here. They making themselves look like stage five clingers. Again. Yeah, she was stock factory issue strag. And now she's out here trying to do what? What is she trying to do? She trying to say, I, I was in the front seat. No, you weren't. This is sad, man. They going out sad out here. And of course, here's another one. Here's another one of these women that go through these guys and then they end up with you. And that's you. The Riddler says, damn. He says, damn, you coach G, LOL. De Niro Tranquillo, they, they be dropping neck and I be fixing binds domestically and internationally. They all got a price. They all got a price. One more thing. One more thing. I got a question. Of the women that you use the mouthpiece on and get to bed with, is are you their only guy? This is a question. If you're a guy that says, I get it for free, but everybody gets it for free, does it have does it have that much value to you to begin with? Like, do are the women that you're saying you get it for free from? They don't have any other guys at the same time banging them. I want you to think about this shit. Think about it. Now, this is where it makes their conversation absolutely ridiculous. So now, now you messing with the town skeezer and bragging about it. See, this is the part you forgot. Now that you got the woman, 
and you're banging on her, she's eventually, as you said, you're going to replace her. She's going to go to another guy. Who, where was she before you? Where was she before you? <laughs> yeah. Y'all just share, you're sharing the lowest quality women. I don't understand what you're bragging about. What, what, what is the thing here? Once you figure that out, then you realize you just following up. And, and I had to do this with a couple of chicks that I was with. Right. I had to do this. I had to see what type of dude she had before me. Right. I had to see what type of dudes and you'll stumble upon it by accident. You'll see some photos. You'll be at her house. You'll see some photos with her ex, her ex-boyfriend. And these guys look like straight pokies. Like, and you look at them and these ninjas look like blood or crip gang members from the movie Colors. Right? And I'm going, damn. That's who I'm following. All right? That's who I'm following. I'm like, damn, I thought I was doing something, and I'm following these ninjas. Hold on for a second. You pull up the video. You pull up, you pull up their picture, and the ninjas be looking like this right here. The ninjas you following up be looking like this. And I'm like, shit. <laughs> I'm like, oh, no. Yo, I'm like, oh, you was with Dusty Ninjas before me. That's who you following. And you might be following them same day. Oh, you don't want to talk about this. I just don't want to talk about this. If I actually got to bringing out your, bringing out your uh, rotation, I'm going to be like, yeah, but uh, Dexter over here had her prior to you. Ninjas be looking like, hold on for a second. <laughs> there we go right here. The, the dude before you, the dude before you be looking like this right here. This the dude that you took her from right here. The girl you're getting that you use the mouthpiece on, this the dude that had her before you. Am I lying? I'm not lying. Like this, her baby daddy before you showed up. You're going to be there and the baby daddy going to come in there and you're going to say, your bitch chose me. And this is what the baby daddy going to look like. And you're going to find out real fast that you ain't got nothing. You got nothing, man. You, she upgraded on you. Ninja. <laughs> <laughs> anyway twin a says he spent 10 hours gaming her up 10 hours for me is worth one thousand dollars i'd rather pay that one hundred dollars and be done and you probably made a hundred dollars in interest when you spent that hundred you probably made it back on some interest All right, JC said, Coach, I was playing Madden in my Mastodon yell, Jesse, he's sitting in cover three, run four verts, and throw up uh, the seam. My heart sunk. She getting throttled. <laughs> yeah, she did that. She called out the coverage on you. Yeah, you know. 
Yeah, you know. It is what it is. Shout out to B-Real Mahogany Coach. You are the top G. The rest RP Rangers are bottom feeders. Shout out to you. Shout out to uh, uh, JC. Shout out to the Free Agent Lifestyle Chan and my Ninja J Flow. Shout out to Don G. Says you are the greatest. Coach Adamas, thanks for all the work. Clint Eastwood, just a fistful of dollars. You do work hard. I appreciate it. Thank you, brother. JC says, who cares? Travis Swag sale is up 400, uh, 400%. Beat it, Swag. And by the way, he gets a cut of those monies on his jersey sales. Anybody know that, right? Brown says, shout out to the Flatback 304 in Inglewood. Shout out to you. And uh, I want to show you something. Taylor Swift, Travis, Travis Kelsey got with Taylor Swift. His jersey sales went up 400%. He gets a piece of that money for all the jersey sales. He gets a piece of it through his personal licensing. You talk about investment in a woman. You talk about investment in a woman. There you go. Now, how much money did he make off of those black strags that he was banging? Right? That all of y'all be saying, they bad, coach. Let me tell you something. How much, let's do the math for all the smart ninjas in the room. How much money... Did he make banging these broads? How much? He made nothing. <laughs> Let's put the shit together. He just probably made $400,000 overnight. Overnight. But banging these Instagram baddies, which I do, these girls are not baddies to me. I mean, I think they're somewhat, this is too much for me. Because I know there's a gigantic waste in there. He just became a household name. He just turned his name over to the nanny goat and the whole fan base for Taylor Swift. He bought to make a bag off of that. What does he get banging low quality, low ghetto strags? Zero. Think about it. Think, think about it. This is community property. How many football players had her? Well, we don't know how many. A lot of people had Taylor Swift. But he just made a bag off of an association. Now that right there tells you who playing the long game. This is not Kalem Nicole. This is another woman that claims to have dated Kelsey. But just think about it. Think about it, man. It all will make sense if you actually try to make dollars and real make some real dollars. Yep, and he's a, he's already was a household name to football fans. Now he's a worldwide household name. Jersey sales up 400%. Kelsey, Jersey sales up 400%. Now, I don't know. It's going to end in a disaster, all right? But uh, there's the article there. Taylor Swift effect. Travis Kelsey, Jersey sales spike nearly 400%. He gets a piece of those sales. All right, but again, this is why this is why we talk about low-hanging fruit, straggle. This is why we qualify women. Tomorrow, we're probably going to do a stream where we qualify what women are. What's low-hanging fruit? What's elite? It's not what you think. You know, you think BBL and a girl with a big booty. I will probably show you big booty women do not translate into money. They translate to not money. Sometimes a flatback will translate the money. Sometimes she'll get the money from you on the back end. We're going to talk about what a concubine is, harem, 304, ho, pro. 
We're going to have to tell you what what is because a lot of guys don't know. Investment or returning your investment. Wasting your time. I mean, it is what it is. Let's go back. Last one. Advocate says, Coach, my ex-wife has violated a court order and now I must file a contempt motion, but I don't want to spend the time or money. All this for nothing. Make it make sense, Coach. Yep. Yeah. That's what men have to put up with. So she's challenging you. She's basically challenging you to see what you'll do. And uh, if you don't make a move soon, it's going to negatively affect you, right? It could affect you in parenting time. She's going to go and say, I got more parenting time or whatever it is. But I would file the motion, ex parte. You can go on your city's website, file an ex parte motion. It's going to be a waste of time, right? So all they're going to do is it might cost you a couple thousand dollars, a couple of days off of work. The judge is going to say, well, you guys need to end. You might even get like 15 hours of parenting counseling. <laughs> you guys need reunification counseling and you need to go to counseling and you need to go to anger management. And it's just going to be a, you're going to be, you're going to make up. It's just crazy. Indeed. Look, man, I know I'm here to offend, but I'm don't mean to offend. I'm here to try to educate and slap some sense into you cowards. Okay. Let's get into the main event. I think this is it. I think. Uh, let's see here. Oh, this 304s ain't loyal. We're cruising. I got to get in here. These 304s ain't loyal. Uh, because I have someone that will be here shortly, but I don't have the mouthpiece. But I don't brag about it either. I just tell you what's available to you with leverage and options. No need to brag. <laughs> All right, here we go. All right, here we go. Let's get in here. These 304s ain't loyal. Sad story here. Sad story. What about this right here? This is a guy showing you what marriage really looks like. Now, this isn't everybody's marriage, but this is this is classic. This is classic marriage shit. And this is a frustrated wife. Ninjas will say he ain't hitting it right. All right, uh, but let's play it. I just feel like you could have been nicer to me. Oh my gosh, well, I feel like you could have done any more things today than you did. I feel like I woke up and I cleaned our room, I did our bed, I cleaned the sheets, I did the laundry, I put your clothes away, I come in the kitchen, nothing's done. So I do everything, then I make you breakfast, then I get the baby ready, then I get myself ready. And what do you do, Michael? You just tell me I could have been nicer. That seems pretty nice to me. And you thought it was pretty nice last night. Super nice. Woo! Damn. I just feel like you could have been nicer to me. Oh, my gosh. Well, I feel like you could have done any more things today than you. Yeah, man. Uh, this could be a normal day. At least two or three days a month, you're going to get this. At least two or three days a month. It says, wait. So this is what marriage is like. Uh, Mr. What's his name? Matt Walsh. Where you at? Somebody said, you just building them. Matt Walsh, where you at, sir? And no, I don't want to hear not all marriages are not like this. Brothers, especially white women and white men, this is how they be going at it. And no, this is not foreplay. It's not foreplay. And this is probably year two or three of the marriage because there's a young child. They have 50 years to go. <laughs> 50 years to go. And here we go. She wanted the nice house and she got it. And she got it. But guess what? That's where it is. He bought the house. He got the condo. He gave her a kid. And here we go. Guys, this is not a skit. 
this might be a skit, but this is a reality. Okay, trust me. I've been married. I've been with married people. If you haven't been married, you just don't understand. This is common. And here's the thing about it. It's not just because it's husband and wife, right? It's not just, and I made this point before. It's common, but it's not because of marriage. What's happening is if this was your brother, if this was your brother and you moved in with your brother, your little bro, your adults, you would be going at each other like this too. You'd be going at each other's neck too. You get tired and irritable. If this was your sister, all right, sister, I need a place to stay and they live with you. If this was your parents, you would be doing the same thing too. It's just the fact that you have two human beings in a small space. Not only that, men and women are not actually compatible. The majority of men and women are not compatible, meaning that the more time you spend with each other, the less quality it becomes. This is what we call the law of diminishing returns. Because the more you're around each other, the more likely you're going to piss each other off, especially when you don't, you're not compatible. Like we're not meant to be spending hours and hours with women. This is another reason why it's a, just a whack investment to spend time with women. The law of diminishing returns. I could talk about this shit all day. It, yeah, it's going to be your roommate. At some particular point, you're going to get tired of each other. You're going to get irritable. And you do this day after day, week after week, month after month, year after year, year after year, year after year. Especially with a non-compatible individual. But you guys are trying to play these roles. Somebody's going to burst, right? So it really doesn't have to do with marriage. But marriage forces, this is called force or enforced monogamy. It forces you into this game of house. But when you play house, you're going to get irritable with each other. Now, the sad part is, unlike your roommate, unlike your little bro, unlike your sis, Unlike your mother, you don't get sued. You don't get child support and alimony when it doesn't work out. That is the main problem. See, your mother's not going to sue you. Your father who lives with you and he down on his luck ain't going to sue you for child support. Your sis and your bro, your roommate ain't going to sue you. But your wife, you lose. You lose. This is why I don't believe in sleeping in the marital bed together every day. This is why I barely believe living in the same house. This is why I believe men should have multiple wives. I don't think women should have multiple husbands. It doesn't make sense. There would be no rationale for it. Um, but they already practice this anyway. If they have multiple baby daddies or they have a guy, a stepdaddy, they're already having multiple husbands in essence, according to the Bible. But. But the reason, the reason why it's dangerous to you is because they can sue you afterwards. They, you, they can divorce you. And then now you have to go, oh, shit, I don't want to piss her off. But if it was your brother, you stay be irritating that ninja. <laughs> if it was your brother, you still be poking and prodding that ninja. And then it will end in fisticuffs. Somebody will get debt. Then y'all have a beer, have a steak, and then get over it tomorrow. If it was your sister, y'all probably will wrestle, call each other names and stupid and all that stuff. And you pee peed in bed when you were four. And then it will be over the next day. Y'all be hugging each other and needing each other. Okay. But when it comes to couples, men and women in marriage, these fights turn into a divorce. Because you're not related to her. You're not related to your roommate but you're related financially, but you're related to, you're not related to her, but you're related financially. And then she can get your ass. All right. So anyway, 
But when you when you have, I, I think the best way to check this, Matt Walsh, I forgot to tell you, polygamy and polygyny were also traditional as well, but you didn't say that because you're a Christian. But when women have competition, when women have and understand that there's another woman that can fill your void, for instance, whatever you're complaining about, I had to do this and I had to do that. Okay, well, the other wife, my other wife can take care of that. If you if you can't handle that, then you guys need to split up this responsibility. <laughs> Similarly, men who have only one or two children. The woman knows that she can hold those children against you. You can't afford to have more. When you don't have as many children, they can hold the children against you. So you got one child, two child with a woman, three. They're all with her. She can say, you can't have them. And you'll go, please. But I want my kids. When in the past civilization, you say, okay, I'll make another one just like them. And I'll have it here in less than a year. Matter of fact, my other two wives, I'll have two in less than a year. <laughs> But in today's world, monogamy works against men because the woman can monopolize. Then you cannot get you, whatever she says she complains. I can't do these things. There's no other woman that can fill the void. Monogamy works against men. It is one of the worst. It's the, one of the worst things you can engage in when it doesn't work right. If it works right, it's good. But let me just tell you, most people do not make it work right the first or the 50th time. Let me just tell you this. Most people who actually make monogamy work, it takes them at least 20 chances. They try 20 chances. It takes them 20 times to get it right. And even then, it don't work. And then they got to get another one. And then they become a second time divorcee. Or they move. You, you try it so many times and it doesn't work. Like, ask yourself. <laughs> Most ninjas broke. Yeah. Ask yourself. How many times have you tried to make monogamy work? Right? Straight jacket. 20? 10? Give me, give me your honest, give me your honest number. 20? 50? 100? How many times have you made it work and you ain't throwing the towel in yet? How <laughs> <laughs> be trying to make y'all think? Shout out to my brother here. Who, uh, who says that? I can't remember his name. Callaway. You've been trying and trying and trying and trying, trying and trying and trying and trying and trying. Try, 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 try. Trying and trying and trying and trying again. All right, and it still ain't worked. And even if you make it work, ain't no guarantees it'll work. All right, anyway. Oh, man, look. I'm just here to make you think. Shout out to Dane Calloway. He says that. Let's show you this one right here. The spoils of war. Allegedly, this gentleman here, does this have music in it? It does have music in it. It has the sad music. Why do they do this? Apparently, this guy, uh, people have translated this Ukrainian gentleman. And he's talking about the women that left the country at the beginning of the Ukrainian war. Unfortunately, a lot of men have been called back into action, even swooped up in Poland and nearby countries in Belarus, swooped back, and by law, they were recruited. They were being pulled off the streets to fight 
most of them dying. Now, we tell you, women are the spoils of war. They go where the winners are. And he says the wives and girlfriends that left Ukraine to go to other countries, in less than a month, they already have other husbands. It says they did not wait for their husbands to die in combat. They did not wait even one month and replace them. I believe that is the translation of this video. Now, I might play it just to see so you can see it right here. Okay. No all caps. All right, but let's see it. Насчет женщин, которые выехали за границу с началом войны в Украине, хочу немножко рассказать. All right. Смотрите. I don't think I'm going to do this here, here, but, um, but uh, because there's, there's a lot of subtitles here, but um, it says right here, he has approximately 1,000 consultations for the past half year. 70% of my clients are men who just like an honorable men with dignity. What? Is it right here? Okay, it says right here, they have uh, taken their wives with their, with their children and their girlfriends and their women out of the country into a safe place, and then they either took up arms or went to defend their country or stayed in Ukraine. Well, 7 out of 10 Ukrainian women ditched their men. 7 out of 10 Ukrainian women ditched their men, broke up with their husbands, and found themselves new men, Polish, Spanish men, or German. They have destroyed their families and ruined their relations. And I don't know. This is the tragedy of our time. What's wrong with this world? What's wrong with our women? He says right there. Now, this is allegedly transcribed. I don't know if this is true. It could be somebody that completely made this up. All right. But but listen, when we know wartime, women are the spoils of war. This is wartime. When it comes to war, women don't wait for their man to defend them, right? They see their man get shot. That what, what I've been telling you, a lot of you guys are like, when the barbarian comes and when it's winter, these women are going to get a comeuppance. And I've been telling you, no, that's not what's going to happen. <laughs> that's not. When the invaders come in, I'm like, no, they're not. You're disposable. They'll put a, they'll put a bullet between your eyes and take your girl. The women aren't going to learn any lesson. They're just going to have a new master. They're just going to go have a new owner. They're just going to have a new system. And they're going to cooperate. Jody got your girl. This is how it works. They go with the winner. They went at the finish line. They say, oh, you didn't win? I go over here. Trust me. It's how it works. And these guys are finding it out in real time. Like, we're not dealing with a war over here. They assimilate real quick. They get in line real quick. They don't fight. They'll fight for a second, but then they'll see, okay, we losing. <laughs> and they say, to the winner goes the spoils. And one of the spoils are women. They're useful. They can, they can procreate, right? They can be used. They can be used for other things, pleasure. They can be used to assimilate the society, all right? We can use you as intel. They're useful. We, on the other hand, are useful only until we're useful to fight and defend. So uh, anyway, sad reality, guys, but don't ever think, don't ever think that, you know, and because they're doing, they're doing a real fight over there. So they're fighting for their lives. We're not fighting for our lives. And we're realizing that there's not even a loyalty over here. Imagine when they come through. 
Okay, everybody knows about France, World War II, right, Robert, Roberto? That's what happened in France. Everybody thought the French women would be loyal, and uh, they was kicking it with the German Nazis real fast. Let me see here. France, women with German soldiers. Uh, same thing with Vietnam. <laughs> Vietnam for Americans. How many of them Americans came back with Vietnamese women? Little ones. Looked like they was 13 and shit, right? All right, and they was having babies with them women. Let me see here. Let's see if I can find it. This is a tale as old as time. This is allegedly, they call it an ugly carnival <laughs> right here. It says right here, uh, let me see if I can find a good one here. German soldiers speaking with French women. All right, I'm trying to find, make sure these are safe pictures. But in World War II, Germany was running rampant in Europe, going crazy. And uh, when it was time to party, the French women went with the Nazis. <laughs> they went to speak German real quick. Look, look, real quick. As soon as the Nazi came through, as soon as the little mustache man came through, and them women started showing a little leg. And these are modern women, right? I'm telling you, man, there ain't nothing new under the sun, guys. There ain't nothing new under the sun. Just like, hey, um, Cold Steel, please with the all caps. Please with all caps in the chat. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> uh, remember in the movie, uh, Save It, Pride and Ryan? What, what movie was Me Love You Long Time? I can't think of the movie. But them, them soldiers went over there and they was Love You Long Time. Look, German, French women with German soldiers. Ninja, please. <laughs> there it is right there. French women with German soldiers. Ninja, they, they did not arm up and fight. It is what it is. They got your girl. To the victor goes the spoils. Straight jacket. Full Metal Jacket was the movie. Full Metal Jacket. Them soldiers was over there, and them girls was like, me love you long time. Me so <laughs> War brides are a thing, and nothing would change. Even today, even today, them women, and the American women, whoever came up in here, guys, trust me. They would roll up in here. Oh, by the way, remember in um, remember in um early when the when this war started over there in Eastern Europe, they were showing that the Ukrainian women were on Tinder with the Russians as they was rolling the tanks in. Hold on for a second here. They were rolling the tanks in. Women Tinder Russian soldiers. Let me see here. Man, she not George. It's just your turn. Let me see. February 20. Look, sleeping with the enemy. Russian troops. Oh, damn. They booted me out of there. Back to home. Pay. Okay, they didn't let me get the story. Why they do that to me? Why they do me that? Okay, New York Post. I'll give you this article right here. I'm just showing you. Sleeping with the enemy. Right there. Russian troops try to pick up Ukrainian women on Tinder. <laughs> right? They coming through rolling. This is right when it started. Day one. They rolling tanks in. The Ukrainian women, look, they fighting. They about to start fighting. And the women's is on Tinder. 
showing their leg matching. Brothers, don't think she yours, man. It is what it is. Don't think. Let's see here. Ukrainian women say Russian troops are flirting with them on Tinder. And that doesn't mean they like, oh, what are these guys doing? They taking the flirting. They have to swipe right to match with them. She. It's a cold, cold world out here, man. Hey. It's an evil world we live in. Man. Don't think. Let's get to that main event here. Jason. Sadiqis hit with, I, I know I'm pronouncing his name wrong, but I want to tell you how egregious this is. Wait till you hear this story. If you're a person that's really considering children, give me his pronunciation. Sadiqis, Sadiqis. All right. Um, this was an ugly custody battle. I don't think they were married. If I'm not mistaken, they weren't married, but this was ugly. This was ugly. In fact, Jason, Jason actually served Olivia Wilde while she was on stage at like Comic-Con. Okay. And it was, a, this was very ugly. It was bitter. I actually covered this. And uh, it's Sue Dekis, Sue Dekis, Sudeikis, Sudeikis. All right. Jason Sudeikis. Thank you guys. Main event time. So I covered this and basically let me just pop this up on the screen here. Jason Sudeikis. He has a great TV show going on. If you haven't watched it, if you like sports, he's a, basically an American football coach that coaches over, uh, uh, coaches soccer. We call it soccer. Coaches soccer in the um, Premier League. All right, and it's a funny show. Um, the first, probably the five episodes are really good, and then the next of it becomes a romantic comedy. All right, just the, just a chance right here. But Olivia Wilde, I know you can't see the whole screen here. Olivia Wilde, is, I believe, is a producer and an actor. In fact, she just produced a movie that flopped. And she also was supposedly seeing a younger man. I can't remember all of the details. Olivia Wilde is one. Of the, and so they got together and they produced two children. Yeah, Ted Lasso. Ted Lasso is a good show. It's a good show. I would actually go into it. She's out of his league even with money. Yep. So at the time they got together, let me see if I can read it. Read the full story. Oh, you son of a... <laughs> All right, here we go here. I'm going to have to find it again. All right, let me see here. Jason, child support. How they be doing me that? All right, let's see if I can pull it up here. I'll pull it up on the Muffington Post. I mean, Huffington Post. All right, uh, here it is right here. Olivia Wilde and Jason, Jason Sudeikis settles child support case. Now, this was a settled case. Dude. The couple who separated in 2020 after nine years together have reached an expensive joint custody agreement. When you figure out that they have joint legal and physical child support, I mean, child custody, meaning that they have the same parenting time. She doesn't have primary custody, but with the same parenting time, she about to get $27,500 a month in child support. Mm. Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis has settled their acrimonious legal battle over their children with an expensive joint custody agreement. They could have came to this agreement with all the bull. 
Sadeki. Okay. Uh, the former couple who began tangling over their children after calling off their engagement in 2020, three years, reached a deal that puts Jason on the hook for $27,000 a month. $27,500 in monthly child support plus 25% of Wild's child care costs. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. He pays 25% of her child care costs, but they have week on, week off custody. That means they have equal parenting time. He gets a week, she gets a week. But when she has her week, the kids are in child care. He has to pay 25%. (laughs) She only has the kids for 14 and a half days. Of those 14 days, he's going to pay 25% of the child care costs. Yikes. It says right here, the support is based on Jason's estimated $10 million annual income and Wild's 2023 earnings of $500,000. So she went into child support court and she lied. She lied. Now, I'm going to look up Olivia Wild's net worth. All right, but what she did was she did the old pop and squat, which AKA she stopped working. All right, she didn't, she did little work. Now, Jason Jason is under contract more than likely to one of these studios. Now, Olivia Wilde is probably an independent contractor, and she probably had a flop movie. Her movie flopped. And so she's she's been not working. She supposedly have a $10 to $12 million net worth, and he has a $25 million. All right, but what she did was it says her 2023 earnings where is it? Her 2023 earnings were only $500,000. So she basically said, I'm going to stop working. That's what she did. Okay. Now, when you men do this, they're going to call you out. Then they'll just go to 2022 earnings. And then they'll go to 2021 earnings. And then they'll go 2020. Then they'll go 2020, 2019. Then they'll go 2018. But when women do it, she just says, hey, you know, I've been fighting this. I've been hard. I've been mental health. And so she, oh, his annual income is $10 million. Her annual income for just this year was 500000 But what did she make in 2022? Right? So she, she slid her earnings down significantly in 2023. Only 500000 the couple's agreement to share custody on a week-on, week-off basis, according to the docs. And it obligates Jason to pay monthly child support, which is $10,000 for the son, nine, and $17,000 for the daughter, six. Mm. Woo! Lawyers for the couple filed the deal in California Superior Court in Los Angeles earlier this month. And yes, a lot of guys don't know this. The child, nine, uh, six and nine, six and nine. So this is going to go on for Jason. That 1720 is going to go on for the next 12 years. Matt Walsh, where you at? Matt Walsh. 
Matt Walsh, you got something to say? Somebody says she made 25 mil last year. Yep. So as you see, that's where the hook was. They hooked her and she said, well, writer strike. And we don't have no directing going on. And I'm not making no money. Now, what she's going to do is, since she's using childcare on her days, in 2024, I think the writer strike is coming to an end. They're going to start producing shit. And she's going to start getting her money back up. Her money's going to go back up excessively. A lot of women do this in court, especially early in a divorce. So early in the divorce, she's going to say, well, I was a stay-at-home mom. I had a resume gap. I couldn't get my feet together. I'm a slow. I'm going to get my life together. And then so she'll work part-time. And then she'll get her child support award or her alimony or both. And then as soon as she gets the award, she goes back to work. Double dip. Double dip. So she'll double dip. So now the guy, Jason's paying 25K, plus she'll make an excessive amount of money. And she'll be, she's only doing shit like this to, you know, they, they do this to. Somebody said 30% is not 50-50. Uh, let me see. Let me go back. Let me go back. If I'm not mistaken, it says right here, they have shared custody week on, week off. That that's that's fifty fifty, <laughs> right? But um, that's week on week off. That means this week the kids are with me. Next week the kids are with you. Then they come back to me the next week. That's fifty fifty. Uh, but no, but the women will double dip, and so they'll go all right, and then they'll get the child support award or the alimony and the child support, and then they'll go make a ton of money, and they'll double dip. So that's a classic double dip. And that's, it, it, it pisses you off, you know what I mean? Because you know that's what they're doing. Wild and Sudeikis says they started dating in 2011, meeting at Saturday Night Live party. Oh, there you go. Was it free? Was it free? <laughs> right? So he met her. He put the mouthpiece on her at a Saturday Night Live party. They grew apart during the pandemic. I think I reported on that. Their breakup was far from civil. A woman claiming to have had uh, been their nanny alleges that Wild had an affair with Don't Worry Darling co-star Harry Styles. Now, I did talk about that as well. So here's another thing. This is a case of the woman cheating. Now, I don't know if she cheated, but let's just say it. This is a case where the woman cheated, it blew up the relationship, and he had to pay $28,000 a month for the next 12 years. That was his walk away. That was his reward for the woman cheating. Hold up for a second. Do y'all hear me? This is Matt Walsh. Yeah, it's such a good commodity, right? It's good for her. These women coming up. But she cheated and she was dating Harry Styles. So it wasn't a rumor. But she was dating. She was dating him for a minute. She cheats. This ninja got the pay $28,000 a month. Now, remember when I asked this when it came to Anthony Anderson. And everybody said, well, she did her time. She earned it. She stayed with him and he was cheating on her. And I said, what if the woman cheats? 
does she have to pay? That that reasoning just goes out the window. That's what people were saying. Well, she put up with this cheating. Okay. Jason put up with Olivia cheating in front of the nanny and the kids. And he still had to pay. Matt Walsh. Where's Matt Walsh? <laughs> wow. Let me see if there's something else. Wow called the allegation horse dung. Although she dated Styles later. Yeah, brother, it's sitting right here. She said it's not true, but she ends up starting to date him. Hmm, I think the nanny was onto something. Blanco Bronco. Poor K. K tell. All right, Jesus. She and Jason issued a statement to people claiming that their nanny's eight-month-long campaign of harassing us has reached its unfortunate apex. Okay, so the nanny, they then ratted out the nanny. Sudeikis later publicly served wild with leaker paperwork on stage. I've actually showed that this was, um, this is when he served her for the custody hearing and she was given this a speech and everybody was like, Oh, that's so low ball. Okay. Dr. Dre was served papers at his grandmother's funeral or his mother's funeral. If I'm not mistaken, nobody said shit. I'll tell you, man, this game is rigged. Dr. Trey, Dr. Dre was served papers at his mother's funeral. And they was calling this low ball. How dare Jason? Well, guys, when you hire a process server, process server don't give a F. Especially when you dodging them. They'll serve you wherever they need to serve you. Let me see here. Served at grandma's at funeral. Let me see if I can pull up the Dr. Dre. Yep, here it is right here. For the Dr. Dre, so you can see it. Dr. Dre's, gra- Barry's grandmother immediately gets served with divorce papers. Mm. At a funeral. <laughs> right? She served on stage and all the women were like, that's uncalled for, he's classless. This is a dangerous game. guy. Matt Walsh, where you at? I don't still hear from Matt Walsh. Where's your just get, where's your just get married? So they could said in 2021 they uh, that he would have a better understanding and break up in a year. Okay. He could assert, here's the statement. He could have served me discreetly, but instead chose to serve me in the most aggressive manner possible. While said in a court motion, the fact that Jason would embarrass me professionally is extremely contrary to our children's best interest. <laughs> Wait, what? What? Dude, they be out here fighting dirty. Wait a minute. It was in the children. It was contrary to the children's best interest because you got served on stage. Man, please. Ma'am, these people, man, I swear to God, man, these people, man. Let me see if I can pull up the, the video. Olivia Wilde served papers. These people come up with the craziest shit. <laughs> these people are straight clowns. Here it is, here it is right here. Olivia Wilde being served on stage by Jason's attorney, uh, process server. Here we go. The material, tangible things like a beautiful house and perfect weather and gorgeous cars. This is for me right now. <laughs> very mysterious. I'm going to open it now because it feels like it's time. Is this a script? <laughs> See, curiosity killed the cat. 
So the process server just dangled it out at the end of the stage. Oh, and then she opened it now. Is this a script? Nope. Nope, it's not a script. Nope. Curiosity killed the cat. <laughs> Here we go. Oh, okay. Got it. Thank you. Um... Yeah, man. I'm going to tell you, man. I'll be pissed off, too. <laughs> All right. I would be pissed off. All right. I would be pissed off, too, if I got served like that. I'd be like, oh, you son of a. Anybody ever get served? It ain't fun. All right. Especially when you know they looking for your monkey ass. All right. <laughs> especially when you know. All right. But uh, listen, divorce is a dirty game. But now she tried to claim that that didn't serve in the kid's best interest. How? I don't even understand why that is an argument. But that's that's what they'll do. They'll put the kids as pawns. It says right here, um, oh, he won't be returning after three seasons. Currently has no TV shows or movies on the books. Wild has multiple projects as both a director and producer in the works. Oh. Now that's painful. And that's kind of what happens to men who get these rulings because you do have a pot of money to live off of, but not everybody's liquid. So to every week, I hope he has some, some residuals here, but I know they're fighting for that. So I don't know what his residual setup is. I don't know if he has commercials, but let's just say his career doesn't go anywhere. Okay. His career doesn't go anywhere. But so his career slows down. It stops today. But her career, it seems like it's going to continue. She's got deals and book. He has nothing. Every month, $30,000 coming out. One month, two month, three month, four month, 12 months and one calendar year. Quick maths. That's $300,000. It might not sound like a lot of money, but that's a lot of money when no money's coming in. So 336,000. Wow. Now, that's 10 years. 10 years. Oh, minimum 10 years. It's 12 years, actually. With the youngest child. The youngest child, it'll go down. It'll decrease. Okay, 12 years. That's $4 million. $4 million. Now, he's worth 25, but that's, that's net worth. We don't know if that, that's not liquid. That's not $4 million liquid. You don't have $4 million liquid. Not when you got that much money. You got your shit in money market accounts. You got your stuff in property. All right. He better make sure he getting some money coming in. Could he refile a year later when the work stops and hers takes off? Yes. Yes. Um, yes, he can take her back in for a modification. Now, Do they normally happen? No. Most of the time, men are busy. We're busy. We're busy trying to work. We're busy. We ain't trying to get no modification. And then if you are a regular Joe like us, when you go to the modification hearing, you're going to get ran over, <laughs> right? Especially if you don't have an attorney. But even if you have an attorney, you're going to get ran. She's going to go in here. Oh. But, um. He says after he liquidates his four million, yeah, she gonna, uh, yeah, wow, guys. Anyway, let me get to these super chats. Isn't that interesting? Matt Walsh wants you to just do this, do it. And anyone who says one more time, 
That's a rich guy. You broke ninjas don't have nothing to worry about. The problem is with that logic. If you make $50,000, the same thing's going to happen to you just on the $50,000 level. It's the same thing is going to happen. She's going to say she makes twenty-five dollars and be on Wicked EBT and snap. You're going to make fifty. You know what they about to do to you, Ninja? They about to take fifteen grand from you pre-tax for the year. They're going to take fifteen of your fifty, and you're going to be like, "Wait a minute!" Now let's let's go ahead and let's go ahead and do this taxes on this fifty thousand dollars minus the fifteen k plus your taxes. That's thirty five plus your taxes on fifty k, not thirty five. You're getting taxed on fifty k, not thirty five. All right, so that's minus eight thousand. Just being generous. So for the year, you're going to have to live off $27,000 a year. Divide, and that's for one kid. Divide that by 12. That's $2,000 a month. Okay. So you got to eat, pay off your student loan. You got to buy some drip. You got to be able to date again. You got to put some gas in your car. You got to save some money for investments. You got to build in your business. ninja. So the people who say, you guys worried about these rich people. Dude, when they do it to you, when you make 50K Ninja, they be in your neck. <laughs> That's state taxes. Okay, they taking, they taking at least 15K, maybe even more out of your pocket. You can Now you barely making a, you living in your car. You living at your parents' house. All right, car insurance, shit, come on, man. You guys got to understand, man, that's a, not a good argument to say don't worry about that because y'all ain't rich. It actually hurts worse when you're middle class because then you cannot live at all. And they're like, well, do it for your children. (laughs) You're like, what? What do you mean? Let the children live with me? All right, anyway. Oh, man. He says I got billed $15 a year, or is it 15K? $15 a year or 15K? God dang, $15 a year would be fantastic. All right, shout out to... I can't pronounce that. I am Hotep. Matt Walsh chilling with me. We smoking dope. He can't say ish because the Kush got his lungs. Shout out to you. <laughs> oh, man. Okay. Somebody says uh, child support comes out post-tax. Is it pre or post? Okay. Oh, 15K, Fernando. That's what I thought. Yeah, 15K. You said $15, but 15K a year. Just think about that. Just think about that. And that money's going to the woman, and she's doing whatever the money, whatever she wants, and also double dipping. So an example of the double dipping would be uh, she's triple dipping, in fact. She has her income. She can bump her income up. You're not going to take her back for a modification. She knows that. You're not going to waste time. So her income will bump up. She'll also collect child support. Then she'll also say, that little child support you give me ain't shit. Right? She'll say that little child support don't mean nothing. I still need, I still need, uh, your kids still need backpacks. They still need to pay half for the field trips. They still need football pads. They still need, and so then they'll beg you and beg the shit out of you for half of all the expenses. And, but they won't let you choose the none of the activities. They got a field trip. You need to pay half of that. They're going to nickel and dime you. 
I need I paid twenty dollars for this. I went to the dentist and paid the copay. I went to this and it'd be thirty dollars here, fifteen dollars here, seventy five dollars here. <laughs> right. And then sometimes she'll be like, you need to help more. Man, I'm telling you, they super silly when it comes to this shit, man. I'm telling you, man. That little child support you pay, it ain't covering nothing. I still got rent and car note. I still got, now you got to pay for all that. Kids health insurance. Mm-hmm. And that, that's not included in the child support. But you're going to say, that's why I gave you child support. And she's like, that don't cover it. You got to pay. And she'll take you back. Now, let me tell you another way they double dip. Quadruple dip. Whatever you pay, they will not give you half back. 89% of women will not give you half back. For instance, you have a son. You take your son to the barber shop. She ain't paying half of that haircut. She is not going to pay half of that haircut. You buy some shoes without her asking. She ain't going to say, hey, um, are you, do you need 50 bucks for them shoes you bought? You buy some pants. You buy some kids some clothes and send it over there like a jackass. Never send the clothes, the new clothes over there. You buy them a ball cap. You're going to say, Hey, I got the kid. Uh, she going to look at the kid. Oh, you got your hair cut. Thank you. You're going to drop him off at the mama's house. She's just going to walk that knucklehead kid right into the house and won't offer you half of it. Right? Another one. Your daughter is going to want to go to the salon. She's going to be old enough. You're going to chip her some money. She's going to go get a blowout. Get You know, for me, get her hair straightened. She's going to have a recital, a dance thing, a cheerleading co- I'll go over there, get the daughter, pay the daughter to go get their hairstyle because it's on my week. $60, $80 here. They will not pay you for half. They will not say, thank you for doing that. Here's half. And if you ask, they'll be like, what? You owe me for the time that? (laughs) They do not. And they'll have an Excel spreadsheet of everything they paid for. Now, you go in there and pull an Excel spreadsheet. They'll throw you out the courtroom. You need receipts to prove all of this. If she brings an Excel spreadsheet, she don't need no receipts. They won't ask, oh, you poor woman. These kids been going without. <laughs> like, what the fuck? You're like, oh, my God, is this happening? Yep. That's what you were supposed to do. You're supposed to take care of your kids. I can't believe it. Now, she'll do, she'll do, she'll do something, and she'll send you a message. You owe me $30. You'll be like, okay. Send it now. You're like, you just notified me I owed you $30. I'm not a bank. I'm not an ATM. You're not getting it now. Wait, give me a day. I always tell, you know, in my situation, I say 48 hours on anything. 48-hour response window, unless it's an emergency, don't expect me to respond for 48 hours. So if you send me a message, I can wait on it and sit on it for 48 hours. I don't have to respond to it. I don't have to respond at all, but I'm telling you, don't expect an immediate response. If you request money from me, it's not an immediate return. 
I'm not sending it back now just because you said. Bitch, give me the receipt. Let me put it in my damn. <laughs> let me put it in my damn spreadsheet. Let me do my budget over here. Give me my money now. You owe me $75. You're like, what? Man, this is crazy, man. They be acting like, I'm telling you, they're, guys, think about this. All men pay. This shit is not a game. And uh, it, it doesn't matter if you're a celebrity. Look at Jason Sudeikis or whatever his name is. Look at this ninja. It don't matter if you make 50 grand, 25 grand, 100,000, 200,000, 400, 500, 10 million, 20 million. It do not matter. It's whatever she got in there with your monkey ass on. So would Olivia Wilde deal with me at 50K? Probably not. But if she dealt with me at 50K, she'd be treating me the same way. She'll be treating me the same way as if I made $10 million a year. It don't matter. All men pay. I want you to calculate the cost of this nine-year relationship. And you can do like Terrence Pop used to do. He can probably take the total sum of the $4 million she's going to collect over the next decade and a year, uh, two years, 12 years. She's going to collect $4 million. Now he can say how many strokes, how many pieces of sex that he got from this woman in nine years. Now, that's how much he paid to be with this woman, and he paid it all on the back end. Listen to me, fellas. That was a, this is a back-end payment for this flat back. That's what this is. So for $4 million over nine years, let's just do some quick simp math because I got to get up out of here. Quick maths. Let's say... They had sex, uh, the, average, the average partner, the average couple has sex six to eight times a year. I'll give it eight, I'm sorry, six to eight times a month. Eight times a month times 12 is 96 times, then you times that by nine. All right, they had sex 864 times, just a quick math. 864 times, five strokes, it took them five strokes to bust. <laughs> 864 times five strokes. Shout out to Terrence Pop. This is Terrence Pop math. Uh, math. Go, go to Terrence Pop's channel and subscribe. So 40, 4,300 strokes. 4,300 strokes. He got off of this woman. All right. $4 million divided by 4,300 strokes is $930 a stroke. It costs him $930 a stroke. <laughs> Every time he stroked her, it costs him 930 bucks. Shout out to Terrence Pop. Or, or, <laughs> let me see here. 860, okay, $4 million. Divided by 860, he paid $4,600 every time he got a piece of tail from her. It cost him 
And that's what he's paying after. That don't even count what he paid before doing it. <laughs> right? That ain't even that don't even count what he invested in her, fam. For $4,651 every time he has sex with her. <laughs> Come on, man. That's after, brothers. I can't pronounce his name, but anyway. Ninja, you could have went $500 to the JUCO, paid some college books, helped a woman in the bind. I'm in a bind name. And where's the guy? Where's the player guy with the $100? Where he at? All right, anyway. Woo! What a cold, cold, evil-ass world we in. <laughs> it's an evil world we live in. All right, Maryland guy says, I remember an ex told me once when I went to leave, she says, why won't you spend more time with me? I never realized before I was paying with time. Facts. All right, this is my whole argument. Spend. You spend dollars. You also spend time. That is a form of payment. And time is not replaceable or recoupable. Money is. Money is, but pride and ego, I, apparently. <laughs> we got William R. says, shout out to the coach, the most relatable, undebatable man on YouTube, changing more lives than your local therapist. Shout out to Will Rob in the building. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Thank you, man. Uh, let's, it's, it's a cold world, isn't it? When you think about it, spend time. Energy, it's, it's expendable. You expend energy. Like energy is a resource. You literally can buy energy. It's a commodity like puss, according to that guy. But you expend energy. After you use energy, you're, you're tired, right? Same thing as sex. Everybody knows you push and shove. Soon as you bust, your muscles contract. That contraction that the muscles experience is exhausting. It's kind of like when you catch a cramp. You catch a cramp in your leg or you hold, like if you flex, you ever see bodybuilders, they be like, Ugh, where your muscles fatigue. Your muscles fatigue and you poop out, okay? You poop out. Holding that contraction is a very, very, it's, uh, it takes a lot of force for your muscles to produce that, right? That, that orgasm, that contraction. And then thus, it puts you out like you got to recoup. That's expending energy. That energy is transferred to the woman. Most of the time, she wants another round. <laughs> Most of the time, she's like, oh, you got some more of that? Sometimes she'll drink it right down the gullet, and she'll be powered up like Pac-Man. A lot of women know that. They'll ask for that. Can I take it down the gullet? She'll And she'll power up. She'll be like, I'm ready. Take on the world. Tomorrow she's waking up full energy. You over there are like. <laughs> all right. You over there messed up. Waking up all groggy. You like, oh, ninja, God dang. <laughs> Somebody says Muhammad Ali speaks on this. Dude, you don't realize the power of your seed. And your seed is very valuable. It's more valuable than their eggs. Okay, look at child support. So you expend energy, you spend money, you spend time. And attention, what do you do with attention? You pay attention. You pay attention. You also pay with money. 
You also can pay with time. With prison, you paid your debt to society with time. Come on, man, stop. Mm. Pay attention. Your class, the teacher says, all right, class, pay attention. It was free. Attention's free, huh? All I had to do was use the mouthpiece and pay attention to her. Sounds like you paid. You heard yourself, right? I had to pay her a little attention. All right, come on, man. Expend energy, spend time, spend money, pay attention. All right, money, energy, attention, and time. You're going to pay with one of those. Just because you didn't pay with dollars doesn't make it a free thing. All right, it's not free. You have to pay with one of them, if not more. All right, shout out to, did I get uh, Elvin? He says, blessings to you, coach. A lot of men, especially black men, can't see or comprehend the game conversation. They place their value as a man on vagina, which leads them to um, unstable self-esteem and a constant chase for validation. Yeah, sucker for love. He says, I was that way in high school. A lot of girls consider me handsome, and I could pull them, but I was also very unproductive. Listen to coach, fellas. It's, it's a fact. And we're trying to use that argument to try to bring you to understanding that if you actually apply what you're applying to this and you think this is important, if you actually apply it to some other things, you'll get better satisfaction out of life. And then in turn, you'll find that women become easily affordable to the point where paying attention to them and spending time with them is actually dumb. Because you're like, why would I do that? They provide little value back in return. In fact, they're very expensive. Even if you don't intend to pay, they're expensive time-wise, attention-wise, energy-wise, and money-wise. Not only that, they're expensive on the back end when you're trying to play free. They're super expensive. Not only that, the expense you pay for them oftentimes is not worth it. The excessive cost to them after the fact is not worth it. For instance, most men pay, I'm oh, sorry, most men complain about women on the back end cost, not on the front end. Some men, some men say, oh, I got to pay for $300 date. They'll complain about that. But they mostly complain about the back end costs, alimony, child support. Okay, there's not much value in them. And thus, when you have like, let's just say you make $500,000 a year, $500 is nothing. But for a guy that makes 50K, he thinks $500 guys messing up the game. He ain't messing up no game. He's messing up his game because you want to stay making $35,000 a year. And you think, I got to pay that. So you go and buy, you know what I mean? It's crazy. Maryland guy says, coach, you seen Libby Dunn's new boyfriend, a six, six giga Chad looks like goose from top gun. Well, I know some incels in the Virgin boys. They really, really mad about that. Pug dad out of spite. I'm becoming a barber and a landscaper before I get finesse like that. Well, you got to understand when they file the case, People don't understand. They filed the case. They're going to go back a few years on your income. All right. They're going to go back a few years. So let's say you did well for two years. They're going to go backwards on you. All right. Shout out to No Governor Name. BH says your Matt Walsh takedown was as fun to watch as your Hafiz takedown. CGA is undefeated. Thank you, brother. Zoman says, Coach, what advice would you give a 19-year-old like me? You always ask me that at the end of the show. Protect your seed. Protect your seed. Okay. That's my advice. 
Shout out to Jason. Oh, sorry, John B says, Coach, you saw that Spotify is about to clone podcast voices for language translation. I did not see that. They're about to have you telling men we should be glad to take 45-year-old big old, big old Mastodon single mothers in Spanish in every other language. Game over. I didn't see that. Right? No government name SD coach. When these famous, when these famous athletes and celebrities say that their wives mean everything to their success, how much percentage of their success do you think is really because of the wife? Not much. There is some there. And there's some people would might like it to, to be more. Well, she was taking care of your kids while. I don't believe that that's that much big of a cost. It is appreciated, but I could have paid a nanny for that. I could have paid a surrogate. I, listen, it, it's very much appreciated. But they want to act like that's half of the equation. So it's disingenuous when people do this. I think there's something to be said, 20%. Like there was a woman who was a, um, who was married to a billionaire. The billionaire, they divorced. The billionaire guy offered the wife $960 million, which is almost a billion dollars. The wife said, oh, no, 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 no. Speaking of this game, Ninja, I'm going to put you up on game. She said, I helped you build that company. Remember Game Ninja? She'll help you build. Well, this is what happens when you have a woman help you build. So the wife says, oh, no, I help you build that company. And I know for a fact you're worth like $8 billion. So in essence, I need $4 billion. Now, you would think $1 billion would be enough. You would think $960 million would make her walk. It didn't. This is why when, you know, we feel bad when our exes take us to child support court and are frivolous. Imagine when a woman says $960 million ain't enough. He wrote her a check for $960 million and she ripped it up. She said, I was in there when you was on the phone having meetings. I was in there after work when you was telling me about these deals and these deals. So she said, I was a part of your come up. And if you want proof, don't feel bad about your circumstances. I know it hurts. I know it hurts, but I'm going to show you proof. I'm going to show you proof, dollar uh, divorce check. I'm going to show you proof that women can be super duper greedy. Harold Ham, Forbes magazine. She rejected the $960 million and was going to fight him for $4 million. Watch this. Hey, look at this. Okay, here it is right here. <laughs> Harold Ham's $975 million divorce check. She rejected it. Then she cast it and now got taxed on it. There's the check copy right there. He wrote it out to her and she said no. Nope. She wanted $4 billion. She wanted half. She said, I deserve half. Let me just read this real quick because I got to get out of here. It says right here, after all, uh, with the check written January 5th, rejected. Let me see here. It says right here. It says, billionaire of continental resources, Harold Hamm wrote a $975 million personal check to his ex-wife, Sue Ann 
are nailed this week. It meant it was meant to settle a bitter divorce that had been in court for several years. He was tired of it. At first, she rejected it, saying she was appealing. Then she abruptly changed her mind. And it says right here, good thing that when Mr. Ham got the news that when she had refused the money, he didn't put a stop payment on the check. That gave his ex time to change their mind and go to the bank. It was a change of events. It says right here, let me see if I can find where it says, after 25 years of marriage, some observers expected that this uh, would be the most expensive divorce and it might cost Ham up to $5 billion. From the perspective, from that perspective, $975 million is a bargain. The timing was good too. Uh, it says right here, where did, where's the story where she says, oh, she got taxed on it too. She got taxed on the $975 million, so her dumb ass, very dumb. Very dumb. All right, so yeah, she got screwed on that deal. So damn, that's a hell of a come up for the IRS. Yes, indeed. All right, because what she could have did was uh, what Mackenzie Bezos did. What Mackenzie Bezos did was she took stock, and that's what they're saying right here. She would have been better off if Mrs. Ham ended up with a with uh, appreciated continental resource stock and sells it. She alone is taxable at a whopping gain. If the Hams divide cash securities houses with a mixture of high and low basis, each spouse could take some of the, of each to equalize the tax burden. But she got stupid. Getting high basis property in divorce is better than getting low basis property since uh, basis will control future taxes. All right. So anyway, a lot of uh, difficult stuff there, but it triggered a tax. So she got stupid. Now, Mackenzie Bezos did the opposite. She divorced Jeff Bezos and only took 30 billion only. Now, Jeff Bezos was probably worth 400 billion. She took 30 billion, but most of it in stock. And then she basically donated. She made a donation to save the capital gains tax to the to the pledge foundation, the pledging fund, whatever they call it. You know what it is. New, 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 new. And then she donated to Black Lives Matter and the Rainbow Community. She donated it to everybody she could because then she wouldn't get taxed on it. It's less taxes. She didn't do it out of the kindness of her heart. She was giving it away because that would prevent her from getting capital gains tax. So she took the stock and, and so forth and so on. And she took less money, but she kept more money. Anyway, it's a game out here. $30 billion. Oh, yeah. Shout out to the coach gang. Let me check the chats before we get up out of here. Uh, but, yeah, man, it's an evil, evil game out here. One, women are not free. HBCU, she gave $2 billion to. She gave money to Black Lives Matter. She gave money to the Reading Rainbow community. She gave money to the Democratic Party, Joe Biden, more than likely. Um, and she gave money to the pledging fund, which a lot of celebrities are doing, right? A lot of high-profile people are pledging their money over there so they don't get taxed. Man, learn your game. We got we got uh we got money mindset, blue chip mindset. We'll give you some blue chips tomorrow. Shout out to the coach gang. I'm about to go get ready. And we out of here. Peace. <laughs>